Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the treacherous caverns of Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I am your <laughs> host and dungeon master, Jason Phelps, and I am joined, as ever, by Robbie, ringer ring of roses, Bellicom, Sam, Humpty Dumpty Burns, and Ellie, why are English nursery rhymes all about horrific historical incidents, Sparrow? Yay! <laughs> Yay! You make a fair point. Yeah. Like, yeah. I get the remember your history, but why coded in weird, like in weird things? Yeah, like, it, it's why odd, is isn't it, it? About a sentient egg rather than just telling the story. <laughs> we what? only have pictorial evidence to suggest Humpty Dumpty is an egg. True. <laughs> It's never actually stated in the the rhyme. Why Why is he an egg? Because eggs are fragile. And they and they and they break when falling off walls. But Unlike why, people. Why is it never in the text that he's an egg? There are so many things that will break if you if they fall off a wall. I mean, why is it an egg? Like people, if the wall is high enough. <laughs> yeah. Why were there all of the king's horses involved at all in trying to put him back together? It's <laughs> the perfect egg crushing device. <laughs> let's let's be blunt here. There's a lot of uh, stuff where we where we draw inferences that aren't in the source material. Um, the omniscience and omnipotence of God is not actually mentioned in the Old Testament. That oh. was that that was added. It that was drawn on from a Greek tradition. But I'm not going to get into biblical scholarship. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, it actually shares mm. a lot with Aristotle's ideas about what an ideal deity should be. I did not know that. Yeah, it's like genuinely, I really fun didn't. stuff <laughs> I have learned from the internet, uh, but from <laughs> properly researched sources on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> You are actually fairly good at checking your sources. And uh, speaking of sources, it's time we look forward to that saucy time in the future. And ask, <laughs> what are they doing there? Future us. <laughs> what source from the present? A very special source, rest assured. It's Future Jason with messages from the present. Listen up for a spot from our friends over at the Session Tapes during the break this episode. This is your last chance to vote on the Audioverse Awards. If you want to give us a vote for either of our nominations, improvised production or player director, pop over to audioverseawards.net slash vote and cast your vote there. Link in the description. This Saturday, we have a very special horror one-shot as part of Hashtag All the Horror, a collection of podcasters, authors, and entertainment personalities discussing and embracing all things horror. We'll be joined by special guest Dragon from the Penance RPG podcast, who may or may not actually be a dragon, which you can check out at penancerpg.com or by searching on Podbean, iTunes, and all the usual podcasting platforms. If you want to catch other parts of the All the Horror event with stories from other collaborators, search for hashtag AllTheHorror on Twitter. And that's it for announcements this time. Back to you, Past Jason. <laughs> Barbecue? I legitimately know that future Jason's going to be like, oh, HP sauce, yeah. <laughs> I can feel it. <laughs> In the interest of source, we're going to have uh, the smooth jazz playlist. The saucy boot on. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Mr. Carter. I've been expecting you. That's what this music's for. It is, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. This is very... 
I feel like Mr. Carter sells watches or diamonds. Mr. No, Carter that, is in a Mr. Carter novel. Yeah. <laughs> <Definitely>. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Soft, slightly historical porn. That's what this music is for. <laughs> and on the subject of Soft, soft slightly, slightly historical, historical porn. porn. <laughs> That'd be a plot twist, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, we can guarantee you two of those three, or even maybe just one of those three, in this, I was going to say soft. Actually, not actually not really any of these because it's not that. There, there's some pretty harrowing moments, so it's not soft. Um, we are solidly a historical, <laughs> for all that is a history inspired theme. I think you could call us slightly historical because yeah. we're also in the Underdark, which doesn't exist in the real world. And uh, we hope. Um. <laughs> yes. Well, the central I mean, line? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, no, the central line is the Underdark, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, Sorry, that's a really London based yeah. um, joke, I'm afraid. <laughs> the central line is a line on the London tube uh, for anyone who has not been here and does not know these things. For those who do not know what the tube is, it is our underground system, what you might call a metro or, or a, a subway, subway system. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I would assume most mm. people would know what the London tube is, but yeah. London's been on telly enough, I feel. But. Yeah. And and the central line is approximately the similar temperature to hell. Yeah, in the summer it actually gets le- above the legal temperature to transport cattle. Um, so when we say it's hot, it's fucking hot, man. Yeah. <laughs> unlike, Unreasonable for London. Yeah. <laughs> unlike this podcast, which is going to contain no pornographic content provided we can avoid uh, Sabnet. Uh, not Sabnet. No, it is Sabnet. Fucking <laughs> yeah. up with too Sabnet many people. Fucking everyone. <laughs> I have. I'm still getting the names mixed up. I don't know. The handkerchief last time was pretty porn, just saying. Uh, Flintlocks <laughs> and fireballs. <laughs> Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No cracking storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously on Flintlocks and Fireballs, Celestio has been kidnapped. Abducted by her brother, Adrian Rothenel, and his team of associates, some of which appear to be slaves, others drow, ranked below him. Celestia has been smuggled into the Underdark and is currently en route, presumably, to return home, for want of a better word. Along the way, she has met the siblings, uh, Sander and Sabnet, uh, Cornwraith. There you go, remembering the surname. Mm-hmm. The Sander, nominally having been sent to accompany uh, Celestia back to the Drow city of Utu for an arranged meeting with intercessor Savrina, while Sander themselves are also accompanied by their sibling Sabnet. Uh, the Lord Comrade, head of his house, although of 
comparatively lower standing. <clears throat> Meanwhile, up above, a rescue party set out and had made their own way into the Underdark, crossing uh, through a, an active battlefield to <laughs> cut ahead of the travelling group and make their way down through a secret smuggler's entrance. Accompanied by a new companion, Oksa Commandant Oksana Orlov, as well as the somewhat reluctantly Aliadin, the party have made their way down into the Underdark and in a what is essentially a rowboat towed by Capricorn <laughs> by a version of Capricorn the Murgoat. Yeah. <laughs> Functionally the Murgo. speaking. They have made their way uh, through the Kyonilla caverns. Having stopped to rest, they've awoken and begun their way moving forward along this uh, narrow smuggler's canal deeper in towards Utu. At the same time, the previous day, Celestia uh, and your kidnap party, having just finished a hilariously disastrous uh, luncheon with <laughs> House Carmilla, I think it went rather well. Yes, I think it did. <laughs> the party departed their canal boat, leaving some of Celestia's possessions still on the boat. An artifact from a god is on the boat. <laughs> to take the slow route uh, on to Utu, expected to arrive a couple of days after uh, Celestia and co do. The rest of you were mounted up onto spiders. Uh, giant uh, effectively wolf spiders and mounted uh, and rode up along the webways a road of silk that runs directly along the ceiling of the Kanyanilla cavern system rather than traveling on the ground uh, the webways cut through the forest of stalactites and can only be walked by spiders. These, these riding spiders, however, have been bred for speed. A fair speed, uh, not quite as fast as a horse might manage over land, but in the treacherous and difficult terrain of the Underdark, travelling along the silken threads, and especially because they are travelling straight, they are able to move at a very fast pace. In the first full of day of travel, Celestia, you and the rest of the convoy manage a full 40 miles of movement. You stop, however, at a place positioned equidistant along the cave. A tall spire a natural column where a great stalactite and stalagmite have met, in which the a portion of the webway runs down, allowing you to descend and rest over well over night. There's not really a set day-night cycle. There's just shifts at a wayhouse, uh, sort of uh, a sort of hotel maintained by House Caranilla for 
drow and wealthy citizens making use of the webways. There is a brief moment where uh, you do notice uh, Adrin paying the toll for the use of them, but your night of rest, if it is a night, is relatively undisturbed and uneventful. Uh, if there is anything you wish to do overnight, uh, feel yes, uh, then you can certainly uh, say um, this. And I will actually open that up to all three of you. All right. Uh, mine is to do with when we're actually asleep. So I guess if there's anything people want to do before we're asleep, yes. chronologically makes sense. <clears throat> yes. Because Sa- mine is going to happen when I'm going to sleep. Yeah. Sandra and Sabnet, if there is anything you particularly want to do at this uh, wayhouse, feel free. It is. Uh, you have stayed at places like this before. It's staffed by uh, one drow. Uh, sort of second cousin of the Caranilla family responsible for looking out after it, a couple of tiefling uh, high-ranking staff and a selection of slaves whose job it is to care for the uh, stables where the giant spi- uh, where the riding spiders are kept. And of uh, course to tend to your needs. Sabnet would um, start writing some letters. What would be the um, the normal way that they would be delivered in the Underdark? Uh, Classically, one way that would happen is indeed to actually send them out to way houses like these for them Mm -hmm. to be picked up uh, by a courier riding by spider. It's uh, the two... Aside, of course, from Worm Train, the fastest way around is uh, for small packages would be by uh, spider courier. Uh, the canals are, are simply a better way to move bulk goods, and if there had been webways extending up from the entrance near, uh, uh, up from the entrance where you met the Rothnell party, you would have ridden those instead. It's just that now you're finally getting back into civilization. All right, so if I were to send letters from here, would there be any chance of them uh, getting back to or to before we did? Uh, I'll say that yes, yes, actually. Uh, there are... Uh, it, because you're planning to stay overnight and couriers tend to do some pretty hard shifts, uh, there is one that you happen to... that you meet a couple of hours into your rest and, you're able, and if you wish, you, uh, you pay them a handful of silver pieces uh, to take... Uh, to take an express letter for you. You imagine it will arrive perhaps half to a quarter of a day before you do. Since right. you are going essentially the same route, but uh, they're just setting off a bit earlier. I am going to write a letter to um, my house call, mm-hmm. explaining the situation, but also telling them that there may be uh, potentially an extension on the period of time that I'm away. And I'm also going to write a letter to my bank manager. Hmm. Uh, of course you have one, I swear. I just, I just love them. Yeah. Carry on. Yeah. Uh, informing him uh, to uh, please advise me of... Uh, or actually, uh, uh, please make preparations to... Um, uh, f- to allow me to make a withdrawal from the DeWerden account. 
<laughs> yes, the, uh, yes, you will. I don't know what that means. Sorry, those of you who got the reference, yeah, um. yeah, the, 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 uh, I'll, uh, that one is a reference to a famous drow character uh, yeah. in a series of novels by R.A. Salvatore. Oh, no idea. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure some yeah. people got it and loved it. So enjoy if you <laughs> Okay, uh, do you send any other letters, or are you happy with those? I think that's all for now. Excellent. Although, if there is a even just a brief moment where I can uh, uh, talk to Celestia, there's just one thing I'd like to um, to say. I'll say that you are able to uh, catch each other in the hallway, heading to your uh, heading to the rooms which have been rented uh, out for you. All right, mm. uh, Celestia. Uh, Sabnet uh, manages to uh, accost you in the sense of coming down the uh, corridor uh, just before uh, as you're making your way up. All right, Sabnet. Yes, I. I'm just going to um, do a cursory look around to make sure we're we're alone. Quick perception check. Okay. I would like to do one as well. Mm-hmm. Actually, when I see him looking around, I'm worried about uh, yep. the scary one. Well, it's not very good. <laughs> um, that is a whole 12 from me. <laughs> uh, so is distracted. Oh, wow, snap. 12 again. <laughs> uh, no sign of Nashua, uh, but Varys is kind of... Le- uh, but Varys, the heavy-shouldered drow, uh, is... At, uh, you, can, you can see his shadow... Uh, around the end of the hallway, where uh, where it's being cast by the light from the glow uh, from the glow cap lamp. <laughs> ah, so he is literally. So there. he's yeah. he's he's like within earshot, but you're pretty confident that if you slipped into into one of your rooms, you could have a conversation without him necessarily hearing. All right. Is there something you wanted? Uh, merely to uh, remark upon the fact that. Forgive me. I thought, up until this uh, this point, this might all have been some act. But no, you do in fact have, for want of a better term, the confidence of your convictions. You did pay those slaves back there, and you didn't need to. Yep. This. Uh, didn't feel like enough. Honestly. I'm um, sure that. Nothing feels like enough for somebody in that situation. No, I'm quite. I'm sure from your point of view, not. You know, a handful of platinum wouldn't have been enough. No. But... It's not freedom, is it? But, um, what, did you think it was just all bullshit? No, but that was the uh, the first confirmation I really had of it. People talk an awful lot, as I'm sure you're aware. And, I mean, who hasn't said a great many things because they are politic rather than true? Yeah, I'll give you that. You have a point there? Just for the sake of privacy in the future, 
What other languages bes- give him a look besides and look at Varys down the corridor? Hmm. Point taken. Um, he takes out I, a, yeah. a a small slip of paper uh, and a small pencil and writes on it. In. Hmm. Undercommon. I will note that all drows <laughs> speak undercommon because it is the it is the pigeon language that slaves write. Yeah. Also, like they, they any and all in. servants will speak undercommon. Yes. <laughs> right. Okay. Like, like yeah. that's no. actually less. <laughs> all right. That, that's the thing that he would know. That. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing he yeah, would know. Yeah. No. You right. know that. Don't speak anything helpful. All right. <laughs> then he'll uh, he'll write it in Joven. Um, and just turn it around. Won't hand it to you. But just turn it around. What it says is, what languages do Adrin's party speak? I imagine the same as me, wouldn't they? You roll an intelligence check. <laughs> it's not good, but I think I know. Yeah, like, like you, you, you've like you don't have necessarily concrete information, but you know that Adrin went through the same schooling you did. Yeah, I just. I kind of gesture at myself and shrug. Mm. I don't say, but I imply, like, same ones I speak. Okay, well. Um, he'll I, write do, I point at my mouth and do, like, a magic emotion, though. He gives you a, uh, a thumbs up and then tears the, uh, the uh, piece of... Uh, paper into as small an amount of pieces as he possibly can and uh, puts them in his pocket because he's not a, going to leave evidence you now have a pocket full of small shreds of paper it's going to be Confetti, such a pain essentially. later <laughs> yeah, I, I don't say anything but I kind of do a questioning face and again make the magic emotion He'll say aloud, not now. Uh, thank you. I think I should leave you to get some rest. All right. Well, um, as ever, this has been fun. <laughs> Good night. Likewise. And he bows respectfully and leaves. I jokingly curtsy back and light <laughs> up a pipe of opium. Samner, later that mm-hmm. night, uh, query night think it might actually be the early afternoon <laughs> on the surface okay. it's hard to tell uh you find uh, while you are ha- uh, enjoying a luxurious scented bath as is only befitting your station and a standard yes. service and your clothes are being pressed uh, washed and pressed a slave is very dis- is very frustrated to find that they've washed your trousers with a whole bunch oh, of tiny no. pieces of paper inside <laughs> Good. <laughs> has to spend ages. They are destroyed. Good. <laughs> just ages, like carefully cleaning out Picking the pockets. Out bits of paper. Oh. <laughs> I um, mean, if there had been any candles there, he'd have just burnt it. But of course, that's not the yeah. method of lighting they use. Yeah. Could have asked Celestia. She's got prestidigitation. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sabnet doesn't necessarily oh, no, know he that. Doesn't oh, yeah. that. <laughs> but yeah, no. However, you you are completely unaware of this, Sabnet, apart from the fact that your clothes are perfectly laundered and pressed by the time hmm. you're, you're finished really with your really comparatively unimportant question. Can anyone remember if I had opium yesterday? Because I fucking can't. <laughs> uh, I mean, probably. I think you did, actually. Okay, yeah, because yeah. you've had access to it. Three addiction it points, guys. Get oh, excited. Uh, oh, that's the highest it's oh, been. three. What we does that mean? Is that new stuff? I think we've finally hit a thing. What's, what a thing number. have we hit? What okay, is it? so... A bad begin- thing. Well, first of all, don't forget that your save DC against addiction is now 13. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> So because it's, it's a 10 plus your existing addiction counter. Oh, I'm not going to get out because I'm not going to get any spells back because opium. Oh, um, yeah. So you so now that we finally hit this after 68 episodes, um, you... Yeah, I've been bouncing up and down. Yeah, so, you reco- so you recover... No, so without, without taking opium before a long rest, you recover no hit dice... Only half and only half of your hit points and spell slots. Oh, good, good. Oh. That's really bad. <laughs> so is that half of them that are missing are restored, rather than you can't go higher than half? Uh you would re- like you if I can you have gain half. You regain half of your hit points and spell slots. So if so, I've used all of them, I would get half back. But if I've used half of them, I could get all of them. Yes, basically. Cool. That the makes same okay. Yeah, that's a right. fair question, yeah. and I'm glad that you asked because that would have come. You recover later. spell yeah. slots and hit points equal to half of your maximum. Yeah. In character, I don't know this, um, so get excited. <laughs> yes. I just imagine that I get a bit twitchier, but to be honest. I kind of am anyway because yeah. anxiety. Yeah. So it's not good. Like I'm kind of imagining any time you see Celestia at the moment, she's quite fidgety and fiddling with something. That's what it feels like. Yeah, yeah. she's looking a bit not great. So yeah, the opium stuff is not really going to make a difference to it, to be honest. Uh, Sander, is there anything you particularly wish to do at this? Uh, yes. Hostel? Okay, <laughs> go for it. Warehouse. Well, um, at some point, when I've got a little bit of privacy, when my Sibling is taking a bath, I assume. Yes. Mm. <laughs> um, if I want to be sure there's no one listening or nearby, if I can. Okay. Uh, make a perception check. Oh, I put a dice out to use for my first roll and it's gotten lost. Oh, well, I'll use this one instead. Oh, it's not betrayed me. 26. 26. Okay. So, 26 is a good check. I would hope so. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'd fucking hope so. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. No, it's, it's a very good check. Uh, oh, I because, found the dice. <laughs> uh, because you notice hidden behind uh, a lovely painting of a natural, uh, of a natural uh, uh, cabin scene the small grill uh which is put in which was put into this installed into this room on purpose by its designers to allow someone in the next room to listen in do i know who's in the next room uh yes in the next room is uh is nashua and manfred the two halflings oh i hate them so much oh, uh sending doesn't have to be verbal fuck. does it uh, it does not, no. Okay, in which case, I will do not, some sendings yeah. first. <laughs> you are not able to find any spy holes, however. But, okay. like, For, come yes. on. <laughs> yeah, it's still... <laughs> yeah. Drow <laughs> society. It sucks. Um, yeah. <laughs> right, I will cast sending to Sabnet first. 
before I do anything else. Alright. And just say... Just so you are aware, the walls have ears here. There is no privacy. Oh, he's in the bath right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> Imagine being in the he bath and be doing anything. Tea, like, oh no. <laughs> You've got your you've got your little rubber cave fish there. And... <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, a rubber spider. <laughs> yeah. Um, is that the entirety of the sending? Oh yeah. Okay. Sabnet is going to cross his legs reflectively. <laughs> Fair. Um, the last thing you want when you're in the bath is the voice of your sibling right next to you. Okay, there's no privacy here. So you, just push, scary. you just push a bit of the foam over. Well, <laughs> okay, yeah, so there is foam. Good, right. Um, I, love yeah. you as, I love you as an actor. That is so what you would do in real life. <laughs> like, I also love the idea he's having a bubble bath. So cute. <laughs> Only the it's, best. Yeah, it's like the sadness. underdark version of Radox or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bath bomb. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's basically just a lot of scented soap. Uh, <laughs> right. It's it, like, oh, like you're in no my fun. fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jason, I'm going to have to ask if mechanically this is going to fuck stuff up. Yeah. Um, I would like to have um, Sabnit respond. But to do so in Thieves' Cant. You can't do send. You can't do Thieves' Cant over sending, can you? It's all hand gestures. Uh, thie- there's two versions of Thieves' Cant, uh, <laughs> which is which. I'm so sorry about this. There are two versions of Thieves' Cant. There is the version which is the hand gesture version, which is completely silent. Mm-hmm. And then there's basically Cockney rhyming slang. Yeah. You can do that verbally, or rather verbally in your head without any visual gestures. Yeah, you don't have to do it out gestures. loud. Um, right. So yes, uh, if you wish to simply say what you're actually saying... Yeah, that's <laughs> what I was going to do. The reason I was asking is because I figured um, <laughs> if there's a spoken um, type of um, uh, thieves' cant, then it's probably going to be more syllables than it otherwise would be. Uh, but it is. I will say for convenience that though that you are able to concatenate it in a way to still have 25 words. Alright. <laughs> but Sabna, you are getting the... Sorry, Sander, you you get the weirdest sort of uh, uh, sort of they're rubbing up the uh, they're rubbing up the spider's grease. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um... Half inch in the willows. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is so dumb already, and I'm so here for it. <laughs> like... All right. Um, what he would say in reply is sobering, if not unexpected. The sharp shot, uh, sharp shot, dry briar. will have to be distractions to ensure privacy Jimmy the uh, Jimmy Jimmy the forge slave (laughs) wow mate thank you so much Keep the blinkers awry. No? <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Jason Phelps, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I mean... 
<laughs> Distinguished guests, Jason Phelps. Uh, is that the whole message? Yeah, that is the whole message. Okay. Uh, my favourite thing about this, the best thing about this whole message, is I don't speak thieves' cat. What? <laughs> you don't speak thieves? That's amazing. No! Oh. That's... Perfect and beautiful. And so you literally get that garble mess. I was taking a calculated risk, and boy, am I bad at maths. <laughs> you just think you're about to short circuited. <laughs> Pretty much. Or he's taking something that Celestia has given him, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess I've got to send again. <laughs> Jimmy the Force Slave. <laughs> I will the send again. Sense. Jimmy, by the way, is definitely being used as a verb here as well. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> um. I'm going to assume that. This is a, a code, and that you're not unwell. Nine words left. I think I just stop there. I've run out. All right. In Elven, then. Uh, this is this is a secure transfer between mind to mind. I know he's that paranoid. I mean, you're right to be that paranoid, yeah. but still. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> okay. Very well. <laughs> Next time we are together. Some remedial linguistics <laughs> lessons. You're a dick. He's <laughs> such a dick, I love him. <laughs> In the meantime... I think I've got five left. Yeah. Distractions required... Guaranteeing our privacy. Mm. I like that you used up most of your words on being a dick. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to waste so many bloody stars because I do think I need to respond to that one. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. so dumb, guys. We're casting sending again. <laughs> really? You've, you've imparted the important information and he's just fobbed you off. <laughs> Essentially. I know, but there's, there is something worth saying here. Okay, all right, fine. It might be wiser to be completely visible. Build some trust. Don't really need to say anything more yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Few words. I bow to your wisdom, and he puts inverted commas around it. 
Yeah, you can hear the irony. <laughs> so tempted to waste another one. I'm just going to leave him. I'm running out of spells. Is We're that all he says? Level now. That's amazing. Yeah. I really want to just respond like quite. Just <laughs> it's spend not the whole spell evening slot. just casually sending each other one word over sending and use up all your spells. <laughs> There are better uses, right. It's one of these moments where you wish you had the message cantrip. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't have it. I thought I'd just put a check. Because if I do, this is dumb. But no, I don't. Also kind of amazing. If you do. <laughs> Not you quite as good as getting a message in Thieves' someone, Camp when you don't speak Thieves' Camp. Because that was, that was amazing. It was so good. <laughs> it's because the siblings are so serious as well. Whenever they do anything dumb, it's just amazing. It's my favourite thing. <laughs> right, I'm gonna send to Celestia. Okay, <laughs> because some, she needs to know. <laughs> yeah, she's smoking in her room. The walls have ears. Do not speak anything you do not wish to be overheard. Best to assume you're also being watched. I don't respond out loud. Is that done? By yeah, the way? yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. done. I don't respond out loud. Um, Thank you. Good to know. Not surprising, but decidedly irritating. Have a lovely evening, won't you? <laughs> yeah, from your perspective, just this little firefly pops into the room, delivers the message, and carries oh, it. Oh, if back. I'm not sure that people could see, oh, if sorry, I think little people spider, see them, there's spiders. Spider, little spider crawls out. Yeah, little spider crawls out. Any spider crawls chance in, that someone is going to see yeah, them? Yeah, it's Nashua. Yeah. Who could see it? Yeah, little, little spider does it. Okay. Okay, now what I actually want to do, but on top of that, I will make a show of like praying to Utu mm-hmm. and lots of spider stuff. <laughs> yeah, you get out. You you get out your incense. You do a classic sort of you know prayer ritual. Yes, I want to make a little circle of incense around myself and sit and meditate on the floor, mm. muttering a prayer. Not even muttering. I'm going to loudly do a prayer to Utu. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing you like ah! <laughs> oh great spiders love spiders spiders are great the, uh, especially that one <laughs> the horde of little of tiny spiders uh, form a little circle around you and seem to and, and, and start marching in step just all around you in a little circle matching the uh, circle you create I'm just thinking of the hyenas in Lion King <laughs> Oh my god, me too. I'm not even kidding, I was thinking of the same thing. That's so funny. With like long shadows. Yeah. They have in the Lion King. Um, And I'm going to cast Commune. I'm so excited. Haha, fifth level slot. Um, And quietly. uh, I don't know if it has to be out loud. There is a verbal component, but I don't know if the questions have to be allowed. If the questions can be not allowed, that would be lovely. Because it's a verbal component... I don't know if that's like a spell that I have to do that takes a minute, or whether that's the questions. I I think because it is verbal as a component, hmm. I think it needs to be verbal, you say. Um... You can 
I think I think it doesn't necessarily need to be asked loudly, so you can try and whisper your questions and hope you don't get heard, unless there's any preparations you wish to make before. The, I'll say that you can make before you do the ritual, because you know you would know that you'd have to verbally say the questions. Um, can I cast it as a ritual, but and during that ten minute casting time, before it gets to the point where I ask my actual questions, ask some fake questions? You totally can. Really uh, loudly? Roll me a deception check, please. Oh no. <sighs> oh, not great. Eight. Okay. You loudly ask your questions uh, during the ritual. <laughs> <laughs> The, I don't know what your fake questions are. <laughs> yeah, so do I. <laughs> I think they're along the lines of um, asking for guidance to bring Celestia back to the church. Indeed. Uh, I will note that the answers you get are not audible to other people. Good. That is good. <laughs> and you, you will know this book before casting. And I will quietly, when the spell is cast, ask my questions. Where are they? I wrote them down. Um, suddenly weirdly nervous about this. Oh, that's okay. Oh. So all the incense, all the chanting done. I'm going to put my hand over my mouth as I speak as well. Okay. Just to muffle it, and just in case anyone's watching. Yeah. I'm going to mutter as quietly as possible. Are we suspected by the Lord Adrin or his people? Okay. The... The, uh, the circle of little spiders stop for a moment and they glimmer not in the firefly way but with a sparkle of bluish of light similar to that of the glow caps you know from a prior experience that this indicates yes well great <laughs> do they have evidence the uh, there is a moment where the 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 little spiders do another full circle before this time casting long shadows, which you know from experience to mean no. Okay. Something. Is Celestia's mother close? They do another circle, followed by long shadows again. Okay. That's one complication we don't have to worry about immediately. Okay, that's three questions. Okay. I'm going to stay meditating a while, and then just let the incense burn down. Which you do. So... Moving on from there, Celestia, as you had to sleep. Um, before I sleep, how, how near is Adrian? Do I know? Uh, 
Yes, you managed to catch uh, where he was, uh, which room was his. It is, uh, it is actually the room next to yours. I'd like to have a listen to his thoughts and see what he's thinking. Okay. <clears throat> yes. So first, of, so you cast it. First of all, I think you need. You probably need to sense the presence of minds. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I would. So, I would detect first because I need to know where he is. Obviously. <coughs> Indeed. So you sense the presence of. Yeah, three minds in the in the room next to yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is not possible that they are for the purposes of this minds A, B, and C. Mm-hmm. I will go for mind B first. Okay, <laughs> you focus in on the thoughts of mind B. Uh, who? I don't probe. I just look. No, no, uh, and you just hear them internally thinking. What to do? What to do? I suppose I could. No, no. Oh, I mean, he is a bit of a charmer, but. Yes. No, 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 no. no. Probably uh... not. <laughs> <laughs> I still want to probe and waste my spell. <laughs> I will keep listening for another couple of seconds longer and see if I can figure out who it's talking about. <laughs> I mean. Did hear one of the slaves say uh, say they were bringing up bath water, but then he does have he is sharing with the sibling. So no, no, probably not. <gasps> Celestia does yeah. a little like mock gasp out loud to herself. <laughs> <laughs> which, which voice was that? I can't remember what the, what the name. Uh, that you think is. that was Lucan's voice? Lucan. Yes. I'm so gonna tell Sam that he's in there. <laughs> <laughs> So I skip over and go to the next the next closest one, whoever that is. Okay. You go to mind A. Uh, they're not really thinking in words, but you get flashes of inconstant thought. Mm-hmm. Um, not really verbalized in any way. Is it Nashua again? Like she was when she was dreaming. Uh, seems different. Feels, but it's similar to how Nash was, was uh, but it, something about the flavour of the thoughts doesn't feel the same. But maybe they could be dreaming. Yeah. Cool. I'll go to the other one. Okay. You focus in, and this time <clears throat> you, th- you hear a familiar uh, voice in your mind. I am sorely regretting having to have given up the chutneys. <laughs> We're back to the usual food. I mean, they do their best, but for all of the advertising, odors, old Utu crickets aren't really that appetizing. The sauce is nice. Maybe the wine will be better. No, that's terrible too. 
It's a really boring, really just mundane boring. series of thoughts on your brother's part. You've just tuned in at a time when he's not thinking about anything significant. Hmm. Do I want to probe? Do I want to do that? I'll get in trouble. Am I on my own in my room right now? You are on your own in your room. Nah, I'm not going to probe. I don't want him to send me a guard. Nah, I'm not going to probe. Yeah. Rolled for relevance. You just got thoughts about food. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, if I'm... <laughs> that was a slightly pointless exercise, but hey-ho. Um, you found some gossip. I did. I found some gossip. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send to Sabnet. I'm doing it. I'm sending to Sabnet. No one can stop right. me. Sabnet, you've just, like, you are just in the process of toweling off. <laughs> Still <Right>. naked. Um, <laughs> Sabnet, Sabnet, Sabnet. You're in with Lucan. <laughs> he was thinking about visiting you. <laughs> Very excited by bath water just thought you'd want to know good night <laughs> all right she's um, a very bored woman <laughs> like yeah. i'm just gonna throw that out there yeah <laughs> while he's uh, telling himself off he uh says interesting <laughs> Didn't uncle. think I was much his type. <sighs> he wouldn't be the first heart I've broken. <laughs> so she has a little, like, <gasps> face to herself. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the inside information. <laughs> giggles in a sort of slightly bored fashion. <sighs> right. Well. And then, um, takes the little bottle of Nervish brandy out of her bag, pours it in her palm, doesn't say anything, but holds it out to the rainbow spirit. The spirit filters into it, flurries around, mm -hmm. and then into your face. And this time, as I stumble backwards into my bed, I think about Corzin and cast Dream. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I came to you last time, don't get I know, I'm greedy. <laughs> Just thinking about this. You sink down into the uh, into this into the slumber. And you emerge, finding yourself in the halls of some sort of great castle. You can look, you see through a gothic looking window that there is a dark and stormy night outside. You know, the distance, woods, and giant bats with werewolves on them? Mm. They don't seem interested in the castle. You seem to have w woken up, so to speak, on a plush armchair of some description. You hold out your hand and, uh, and wait for the little flicker of rainbow spirit to guide you towards causing, but at this time, there is no flicker. You may have to wait for causing to fall asleep. I wait. 
Okay. <clears throat> the longer you spend in this state, the less actual sleep you are getting. Oh, I do not care. Cool. <laughs> that at all. Um, will I be able to tell when he wakes up? Uh, you would be able to tell. You'll be able to tell when he goes to sleep. That's uh, what I meant. Because yeah, sorry, I, I used the wrong words, but yeah, yeah that's what I meant. No, that's fine. It takes you. You end up sitting in this castle for about five hours. Oh, can I find mm. some things to do? Is there anywhere interesting to go? Like, like yeah, little, I have a little explore and try and find some fun things. Okay. I mean, I, oh, I don't. I don't want to fuck with you as DM too much. No, 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 no it's fine. No, just roll me a straight d twenty. Let's um, see where you end up. I know what I would do in that five hours. Mm-hmm. Let's see if Jet's about. You, how do you want to see if she's about? You're gonna try and find a way to uh, towards, or you're just gonna call out? Um, I'll do ascending. All right. <laughs> the jet got time to kill. Okay, bit weird for how casual that was. You around? If not, no problem. The stream of rainbow spirit leaves your body, flickers away, and returns, followed by what seemed to be a flurry of wisps of red smoke. Which follow after. I've sent to her before and that hasn't happened, am I right? I believe so. That's interesting. And the wisps appear for a moment um, and form and start to coalesce into a sort of slightly see through form of the silver haired drow that you've seen before. Celestia, darling. Afraid I'm a little elsewhere right now. Though a little of me is here now. I shan't intrude for too long. Being as, uh... This is the wolf's domain. But, while we're here, I suppose we could do a little something. Can I can I just talk to you when you're like this, or is this like ascending? How does this work? I've sent a little bit of myself here. I can talk ah. for a while. That's a or clever a... trick. Um, what did you have in mind? Oh. Depends. If you can find something to... I don't have dominion in this place but if you can find something to drink there must be something wasn't there I look around for booze <laughs> you look around for booze Go, roll me a quick investigation check oh god it's an eight you search around for a bit until you open fi- open a cupboard and you find um, 
what seems to be a keg. Uh, it just looks like a beer keg and a couple of battered old looking tankards. Well, apparently there's really old beer. I'm not entirely sure that's beer, but might as well give it a try. Okay, I could pour some. You pour some. Is it beer? This, uh, if it is, it's a porter or possibly a stout. This very, this very dark black uh, substance comes out with very with a little bit of head. We established that I can drink in here when I'm not really here, yeah. Yes, we have established cool. that. I think. I'm going to be less sensible and do that. Today. You take a sip of it. Hmm. You're reasonably sure this is alcohol, but the wispy form of Jet takes a sip as well. What uh, is this? Pretty sure that's what they later call gutter crewer. Tastes like gutters, doesn't she it? She sticks her tongue out a bit. Ugh. Well. Well, honestly, at the moment I'll get pissed on anything, so... If you're looking to while away the time... Yeah. How have you been? Oh, keeping busy. As much as I can. Hmm. I'd rather... I'm afraid my stories at the moment aren't terribly interesting. But I'll give you an offer. You can tell me about yours, or I can tell you some of the ones that have been... that I've seen lately. I don't like mine right now. Alright. Well, tell you what... It's a bit depressing. There's this pair of halflings <laughs> down in Kernon. And she launches into a lengthy tale. Yeah, can we of Can we say we just yeah. swap stories and maybe you know, play cards or something stupid Aww. for a bit. And that's pretty much what you do. Is that okay? Because I find, think that's what you manage to do. find a slightly battered up pack of cards somewhere mm-hmm. in this place as well. I tell her some of the stupid things that have happened, but I don't yeah. tell her any of the bad stuff. I just tell her things that are fun. There is one moment in the midst of the time where she raises a finger, shh, and you see something. <laughs> pass by down the end of a hall something huge and vaguely bestial and covered in fur i hide behind the sofa i'm on wearing (laughs) wearing a long what looks like a, a blue coat of rich finery uh that was tailored for his hulking form but he doesn't seem to notice you and just on past. Okay, so as I was saying, <laughs> these three priests walk into a bar. Three of them? <laughs> well, yes. Priests have to drink sometimes. Oh, I suppose they do. <laughs> and eventually, after you feel a sudden tugging, <laughs> as the rainbow spirit lights up on the end of your finger oh. and signals a direction. That's, um, that's the end of my time. That's all right. Thank you for entertaining me and being kind for a bit. It's nice to talk to somebody who's nice. Well, what are friends for, she says, and then 
crumbles into motes of red dust and flits away. I watch her go and then go find Corzin. Follow the tugging. You follow through the castle along a bridge of glass over a ravine or shards of emeralds, uh, crystals, through another castle which curiously seems to be made entirely of striped rock candies <laughs> of some sort. Need to bring Scamp here. <laughs> uh, hack your way through the dense vegetation of a hot and sweaty jungle filled with flying monkeys <laughs> need to bring scamp here too <laughs> before finally uh, emerging into a dream Corzin, you've just you've basically you've the, you've been keeping watch with the others, and you slum. Uh, and you, at the moment that you lay your head down, you drift off into some sort of wild and confusing dream where you're chasing a giant ape through some woods. Except that you are a giant ape chasing a, a halfling through some woods, <laughs> and maybe you're some woods chasing a giant. Ape and a halfling. Uh. Celestia, you emerge into the middle of this and see Corzin, a giant ape, and a stand of trees <laughs> all turn and look at you. Okay, what the fuck is going on here? This is not the weirdest thing that uh, I've ever been caught doing. Say all <laughs> three of them. Which, which one of you am I talking to? Um, I am actually here, by the way. I don't know what the fuck's going on in your head today, but um, he hello, Celestia. Can, oh, can we be done with whatever the fuck is happening here and go somewhere else? <laughs> As you say this, all can three we? kind of <clears throat> collapse into a single state of causing. Oh, so you were you were all of them? Yeah, I'm not entirely sure how that happened. How how about we go to the regret? For a little bit, I click my fingers and make it look like we're on the chart. The sky right? opens up, the trees gently sailing. Nobody else above. there. The boat doesn't need sailing because ah. it's a dream, and fuck it. Yeah, and you're just back on the on the boat, sailing along the coast of Meadmere, although it's much warmer than it actually was at the time. I also um, make myself look a bit better than I look in real life. I wear the fancy fancy outfit and look a bit less thin and tired than I do right now. Okay. Hello. Corzin is going to go up and um, uh, try and take Celestia by the hand and uh, he'll say we're coming for you. We're on our way. We're trying to head you off before, before you get to Utu. Good luck. Fucking hell, I wish I could tell you anything, but I really can't. Suggestion still works in here. I'm sure Scamp told you. Yeah. Just... How, how is everyone? We're all... bearing up, I suppose. Your absence is keenly felt by everyone 
Uh, How's Leah? She... Heard from Scamp that you're underground now. Yeah. How's she doing? She's... She's struggling, but I honestly don't think that um, as as bad as it must be for her that she'd uh, rather be anywhere else right now. And, well... She really should be anywhere else. I know. As should you, I'm sorry. I mean, you've got a fucking wife. Like... I've sent to Molly via uh, our friend Oksana. She is aware of the situation. And... She the grumpy one that Scamp was going on about. Yeah, she's a commandant in the uh, Sulian army. Very posh. Well, she's been very helpful thus far, and um, hopefully... Uh, Gives us a bit of an edge down here. I was actually going to say to her um, when when she made the the sending to Molly. Um, well, Molly uh, said in no uncertain terms, "Come and find you, and then come back safe." And if we that weren't, would be ideal, wouldn't it? That's exactly what I intend to do. And if we hadn't been interrupted by some water-based monstrosity, I would have told Oxana that that is exactly a good example of why she's the woman I married. Water-based monster? Are you all okay? Should I be worried? Yeah, we're alright. Uh, it's, um... It didn't, I think, uh, bank on the fact that its, uh, its prey was gonna stab back. Yeah. Also, we found, um, some, like, really tall mushrooms that seem to be uh, what purifies the air down here. What, the leaves? Those aren't mushrooms, darling. Those are leaves. Oh. Breath leaf. Ah. Well, I suppose that answers a lot of questions. We also yes, found... It's the whole thing. It grows anywhere where there's lots of magic. We found a... Like, a, a a hidden cache of um, what looked like uniforms of some kind. Some like light grey and dark grey ones. Oh, those will be slave uniforms. Oh. Uh, what's the difference between light grey and dark grey? I can't remember which one is which, honey. You're going to have uh, to help me. Darker, uh, you know that, you know that dark, uh, the darker is the higher ranking, so any uniform at all suggests at least some, uh, you're more than basic chattel. Light grey is lower ranking menial. Uh, dark grey is higher ranking elite. Mm -hmm. Black is classically free. Mm -hmm. Oh, the darker it is, the higher ranking you are. If you're uniformed at all, though, you're not doing too badly. Alright. Um, well, those those could be useful. Yeah, I was thinking actually, like, there were uh, some that just won't fit any of us. Um, I've missed uh, you. I've missed you too. I mean, what the fuck? What the fuck was it? <laughs> <laughs> and he does actually sort of chuckle in spite of himself. I'm going to sit down on wherever. So that I'm, you know, more eye level. Yeah. 
Really, though, is Scamp all right? Because fuck, they seemed. They said they like got bit by a dragon and didn't do anything about it. That seems like a bad sign to me. Hmm. It's possible that they just didn't notice, and I know that sounds. Come on. Insane. Yes, but... it does. Come on. Well, in any case, I took care of it. The dragon was. You if you can believe them? this. Are you talking to them? Are you, are you talking to each other? Yes, although perhaps not as much as we should. It's We're a little bit um, uh, hyper-focused right now. Yeah. We've not given up on you, and we're not going to. I know, but please don't get yourselves killed. I'm not worth no that. One no intention of doing that. Also, um, I don't know how much Scamp told you, but um, I I can't talk at all about escaping, even slightly. Suggestion, but um, the thing is, I've been thinking, and we can't do this again. This, as in being in the Underdark. Yeah. Well, no, I I, I, I can't. But the thing is, they're always going to follow me. If you get me out, they'll follow me again. That's how this works. They're right. always going to follow, and you're always going to follow me now, I think. And you're I, right there. We, we, can't, we can't keep doing this. We need some sort of way to end the cycle. I don't know what. I agree. But you're like a rational person. <laughs> Surely there must be something we can do. Because I, I, I think... What? Burn it all. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> out of character. Yes, we're not here, go away. I know, I'm sorry, I can't help it. <laughs> but the, the thing is... I just... If we leave it as is, and if, if we just... They'll come after you again, I get it. Yeah. So. And eventually what's going to happen is you, you lot are going to follow me and you're all going to get killed and I'm going to be a priest. That's no. where this ends. If we don't stop it somehow. Right. So, let's so. talk about stopping it. Yeah, I... I really can't talk about getting out to any capacity, but um, I no, think I, I can manage that. talking about the long term. Yeah. Because that's all not right. the same thing. So... Your family are, from what I've experienced of them, psychopaths, but they're not, um... That's fair. Stupid. No, I wish they were stupider. They're calculating enough to be able to uh, do, like, a cost-benefit analysis. So, what would it take in order to make coming after you not worth it anymore? This is an interesting train of thought. Um. I mean, no disrespect, but um, the only reason I'm not suggesting immediately killing them all is because I think that's probably going to create bigger problems. <laughs> I don't know. I think the world would be a better place. Oh, but... I'm not denying the world would definitely be a better place, but that might bring down other uh, people on our head, mightn't it? 
mean, they're pretty high up. If they find out that a uh, a surface dweller made it all the way down and slaughtered a, a relatively high-ranking drow family, they might take um, significant umbrage to that. Not that I have any problem with doing so if it means getting you back, Honestly, but... I could be wrong here, but I kind of think they'd just blame the drow family for not protecting themselves well enough. Sort of kill Well, that's certainly something here. then. Yeah, I could be wrong. It's not really happened, so I don't know, but I just feel like they'd be like, oh, what... What terrible, weak, bad drow they were to get killed by a surface dweller and <laughs> sort of thing. Maybe that. we've been playing diplomacy too much recently. I was just thinking of the, um, of the <laughs> political it, I ramifications. Been diplomacy. <laughs> you have no idea what I've just done. <laughs> I've just been really embarrassing. Really, really embarrassing. Go on. I fucked up a dinner party. Get and, on. And stabbed a woman. She, um, she was so offended by all of me that she challenged me to a duel and somehow I actually got first blood <laughs> first time I've stabbed anything in god months <laughs> get on that's brilliant it was really good oh, as I left I kind of wish I'd been there to see that oh it was great <laughs> I also got a proposal of marriage um, causing just sort of splotted <laughs> what <laughs> I said no it's okay yeah, um, I, mean, I, I talked him God, down from but... marriage to just, you know, the entire estate if we take down my family. Um, so you have, broadly speaking, then, allies? Yes, a bit. All right, that's, that's useful. What are they like, or is that not something you can talk about either? We can talk about that, I think. Um, they're both very posh, very drow. Um, a bit stilted. One of them's quite funny, and one of them wants to burn the Underdark to the ground. Well, I can't say I'm uh, uh, at all averse to this at this point. Yeah, they're also cute. Uh, I mean, the one who wants to burn the Underdark to the ground, the uh, the cleric. They're a cleric. All right. Um, not of Utu, though, of something else. But they're pretending hmm. to be a cleric of Utu. Um, they're weirdly interested in you and Scamp, and I'm a bit freaked out by that. Uh, they keep saying they're going to use me. It's all a bit scary. Not sure how much I should really trust them. The other one amuses me a lot, uh, but basically <laughs> just wants money and power and possibly my hand in marriage. But I think maybe he's let go of that illusion at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you alone would be a handful. I'm not uh, sure if, uh, if there's any uh, mortal person who could uh, handle money, power and your hand in marriage. Who are you calling a handful, you little shit? <laughs> you just sort You're of a handful, you I could fit you in one fucking hand. <laughs> yes, you could, but the question is, what would you do then? Throw you into the sea or something, I don't know. Cause I'm, I'm so the, bored, they've given me nothing to do, I'm going mad. The, the, this sort of dream bubble is actually very responsive, and as you're saying this, Corzin seems to shrink down to the size of, uh, like, a, a small enough size that you could actually fit him into one hand. I pick him up in one oh. hand and just go, I see no difference. Well, this is a bit weird. <laughs> I see no difference at all. You're exactly the same size. This is the size you've always been, isn't it? <laughs> Am I a joke to you? I poke him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> can uh, can Corzin use his, um, his, his will to... Come back to normal size. It's uh, actually no, on me. you can't. You don't. <laughs> oh, like, you can't. It's <laughs> Celestia actually has complete control of this dream bubble. 
<laughs> like if if the dream bubble environment actually becomes hostile, you can force her out. But mm. at this point, it's it's not quite crossed the line into being hostile. I sit him like on something at eye level to me, but leave him small. <laughs> Your voice is the same though. I'm going to say so that you don't have to keep doing a high voice. <laughs> okay, uh, just a thought. <laughs> <laughs> As I say, I see no difference. It very much suits you. Hmm. Well... I'm sorry, I'm so bored. I'm taking any entertainment I can possibly find because they've taken all my shit. Uh, well, the I'm standard, just sitting um, in rooms for hours thinking. The standard answer to the, to the big folk commenting on one size to say, no, I'm the right size, it's you that's big. <laughs> I will remember that if I ever meet a person who is taller than me. Mm. <laughs> I'll make right. you a normal size again. Next episode, Celestia and Morris the Giant. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So, make it not worth their while to have me. I think they'd probably just murder me, though, the thing is. Not sure. Oh, no, you know what? You know what? I think they'd, they'd probably keep me and then try and break me down or whatever. I suppose if I don't, maybe they'd think I was a lost cause eventually, but I don't know how long it'd take. Well, if we have anything to say about it, it won't come to anything like that. But I know this probably constitutes um, planning a means of escape, but maybe a thing to think about over the next little while is what is it that you maybe have over your family that would make coming after you and forcing you to do whatever it is they want not worth it to them for the purposes of the suggestion because it does not it's not your escape it's plans for about... after an escape yeah. your mind is able to think about this okay okay apparently that's not banned Quillana's whip right is something for the long term well I uh... always assumed you were going to do something with it but what if what if I make a bargain? What if I say uh, I won't out her if you let me go? Hmm. We'd have to keep it. Yeah. Uh, even that feels. Would she take it? Would she take that deal? She might. I don't know if the rest would. Hmm. Well, if I have it right, then, well. She's next in line if you're not available to take over the house for any reason. Yes, but they want me. Well, all right. Adrian but they also want you to go into the... being volatile and. Well, he's not wrong, but. He doesn't want it to be her. He wants it to be me. I don't know why. I'd be shit at running the house. It should be him. But he's a boy, so you know. Hmm. <sighs> well, how can you both run the house and be a priest or priestess? I don't know. I haven't asked him. Maybe I should ask him, see what he says. He well, seems to think. He made a comment that made me think he wanted me to be a priest for a while and then not. But usually being a priest is a life thing, so. Hmm. I'm not sure what he wants. Maybe he wants me to replace Savrina, who knows? I mean, that might put him and your family in a better position of power, I don't know. Yeah, we basically run or two. 
Right. Okay. But I have no idea what any of them want, and they're all so fucking cryptic, and it's exhausting, and I'm watched all the time, and there's nothing to do, and I'm going insane. Sorry, I'm just whining now. I should probably no, no, get no, some no. actual sleep, shouldn't I? Celestia, and he sort of takes you by the hands again, and uh, he says, there is not a level of whining that is not appropriate right now. You're in a fucking awful situation, and we're doing what we can to try and uh, get you out of it. But if... I mean, in your situation, I'd be screaming and climbing the walls. Ooh, stop being nice. I'm just going to end up crying. <laughs> if I start screaming and climbing the walls, causing I'm never going to stop. To be well, honest, there... um... There may be a moment, and I can't honestly say um, when or even if this moment will arrive, but there may be a moment where that is exactly and precisely what it is you need to be doing. I just... I can't tell you anything about the next thing we're doing, but I don't know how we're going to deal with it. I don't know how I'm going to deal with it without getting killed. Um, All right. And Something, I, well, I can't, can't be in the place I'm in. I'm just, I'm going crazy. I don't doubt it. Okay, uh, just out of character clarification here, would Corzin have even just like a best guess as to no. how much longer it's going to take for them to get to Utu? Oh, I thought you were going to say as to where Celestia's going. To get to Utu, uh, yeah, you've been studying the map you have. You think you've got a good idea of the scale of it based on your previous roles that you've made. Uh, so, based on, again, like the route you're traveling on isn't marked, but you currently would guess. Look, you know that you need to get towards, but uh, onto the main canal to get to, uh, mm -hmm. to the north end of the Carnella Cave. You've traveled for a day. You might be able to manage it in another day, uh, if you're lucky, maybe a day and a half. From there, getting to uh, Utu, it depends on how you have to go. If you were able to keep, if you were in a position to keep using the um, <laughs> the Murgoat, although you're not 100% sure how you would do that, you might manage it in a little, in about two days. If you had right. to go on foot, you'd be looking at like two and a bit days. All right, well, this kind of runs into something I was going to um, suggest once Corzin is awake again, but it is something that I think he would um, he would speak to Celestia about. So um, Corzin will uh, say, Best possible guess we've got at the moment, we're about two days out from Utu, but I had an idea about the other um, uh, uniforms we have. They don't fit anyone, but if we could rig them to some sort of a, um, uh, like a, a mast-like uh, uh, protuberance, we could put that in uh, the boat and have Scamp cast the, uh, the wind spell. That might uh, give us a little bit of an extra boost in speed. I don't know. I'm not there. Well, 
things down here don't seem to... Um, there's not wind, no. So, Every now and again, there's just like a little bit of dripping from the ceiling, and that's about it in terms of weather. Right. <laughs> See why I shit myself when I first saw weather. You'd no, be seasick I can quite too. understand. Yeah. Yeah. Well. It's a shizzle, isn't it? Can't say it's my um, my preferred place, but you know you can take the sailor out of the sea, but you can <laughs> can't take the sea out of the sailor. Well, you just promised me that you'll make Leah go if she's not. Coping. I think if it comes to it. Scamp can do their thing that will uh, end her up back in uh, in Kion. But if that's an option, I'd much prefer that we all do that when we're together with you. Can't talk about that. No, I understand. But I'm just telling you. Thanks. Do with this information what you will. Thank you. I just yeah we need some sort of permanent solution yes I agree um, but for... to be honest I'm just about hanging in there but so I think I can do this another time well I was going to uh, uh, to say in in taking the advice you've pretty much just give me given me is there anything right here and right now that we can do that would make you feel at all better about the situation? I've been trying to be reassuring, but I understand that to a point that's that's not helpful. If we want to spend the rest of our time plotting your uh, your family's downfall, I'm well up for that, <laughs> but... I, at the same time, if all you'd um, uh, rather be doing right now is, you know, imagine yourself into a uh, a port town somewhere eating ice cream, that's just as, uh, I'm just as happy to do that. An out of character question for yeah. the GM. Can I make fantasy booze? You can. Cold? Can we get legit pissed? Yeah, yeah. It's weird sort of dream pissed, but you can. I click my fingers. We're in a tavern. There's music. Uh, um, it is actually, just because of the way your subconscious works, it's the very tavern where you first met. Oh. Oh. That's really sad. Causing huh. Jorge. Causing looks around. Can we please get pissed? Yes, we can. Just, and uh, Causing is going to go up to the really bar and get... I really drunk, and I can't think of yeah. anything else useful to talk about with my family. I'm... If a plan comes up, like, fire away. But if not, can we just get pissed and be fucking idiots for a while? Because it's just, it's really what I need. Corson comes back with a bottle of uh, dwarven brandy and um, uh, two shot glasses. (laughs) There is even a weird dream copy of the same innkeeper, a sort of tall human fellow with a shock of white in his bushy black beard. Here you go. Passes you your drinks. Thank you. Right, and uh, Coulson says, "Ah, what the hell? Just for old time's sake." And he picks up a, uh, a clay mug and crushes it. <laughs> <laughs> I give him a hug. I give her a hug back. 
And we get riotously, riotously <laughs> pissed. And I play all sorts of instruments and cry in a drunken stupor eventually. <laughs> Corson is going to do whatever he uh, needs to do in order to try and be of comfort to Celestia. Corson, after a night sort of spent drinking, you you do eventually wake up with that uh, for one of the rare times in your life the amount of alcohol you feel like you've imbibed with no hangover. Uh, because it wasn't real. Whereas Celestia, I'm afraid... Oh, I wake up with a level of exhaustion and I know it, yeah. Yeah. But I just up... don't think I give a shit. I think I would have done it. Yeah, you wake up... Ex- you wake... You are shaken awake by the form of Suzette, who says, As all just, you make no attempt to escape. Oh, fuck you! Do you accept the spell? No, actually. Roll just for safe. once. Have I got advantage because I'm an elf? Yeah, yeah, you do. Um, it definitely doesn't work. <laughs> you still feel the magic seal on you. Yeah, it's a 13, so it doesn't work. Why do I must ask you to get up? We must be on our way. Fuck you again. 3,000 times. With something sharp. However, you are eventually... Persuaded or forced to mount back up on your your spider and make your way along the webways. Sometime, uh, in a different point of time, however, Corzin, you were awoken uh, by Leah, who's actually, uh, I'll say Oksana, you you had the last shift. Mm -hmm. So the other, by the time the other's awake, uh, you are... Uh, uh, you are uh, uh, you, you are the one who wake, uh, who kind of goes and shakes them up. Hey, wake up no. time! Ah. All right, right, you are, right, you are. Rise and shine. Oh, we could just sleep some more. No, I, you have I, to wake up. There's shit to do. Come on. I've had an idea. What? Um, and Corson is going to rifle around in the uh, the remaining. Uh, uniforms and see if he can lash them together in some way that will make a like a makeshift sail oh I'd like you to make a sailoring check so uh, wisdom with, right. the, with with proficiency please while you're doing this uh, Leo fumbles with the uh, with the packs okay so uh, this morning since we don't have anything to light any fires down here and that would be probably inadvisable uh, can I treat you all to a nutritious breakfast of... Chocolate. Cram. Oh, cram's my favourite. You spoil me. We have cram, 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 and... And is, is the last one cram? No, the last one is... I'm sorry, Scam, you probably should have the weird beer, sludgy beer stuff rather than chocolate. Yeah. And weird sludgy beer. But I guess you can dip the cram in the weird sludgy beer. No. We should probably take turns with the weird sludgy beer so one person isn't living on beer. Please. Anyone else. I'll I'll have beer. I've met people in the past that have challenged the notion that uh, one cannot live on beer alone, but I don't think any of them live long. I feel like that would be bad. I feel like one meal a day, beer, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, more bad. I heard it was fine as long as you drank lime juice as well, but I don't know what's in limes that makes them so special. So here's some lime-flavoured beer. It's to ward off scurvy. <laughs> oh. 
it's, which it's is something actually <laughs> that is that's maybe the worst thing I've ever had that's really bad <laughs> that's terrible but you oh. won't get scurvy well that's um lovely you know, if you cr- close your eyes and swallow it fast, it almost sounds like a or uh, tastes like uh, Haldanic pale ale. I try and do that. Okay, um, you do it. Whoa! It, it does actually taste like a limey, sludgy pale ale. It tastes like <laughs> mud and like sort of like limes, but kind of like someone who's never actually had lime made lime. <laughs> Scamp, have you ever eaten a lime? Um. No. <laughs> I right, can that tell. Explain it then. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, what a lovely breakfast! Oh. I feel great. Well, when we're back on the surface, I'll find you one. So, uh, Cousin, sorry, what was the result? It was a fifteen. Fifteen, yeah. So you're working by little mage light, uh, light, but you do fashion what you reckon to be a. Reasonably, reasonably intact um, uh, sail type thing. You kind of end up using. Um, I'm going to say that what you end up doing is you use the two oars uh, functionally as a sort of a brace for this, and you unpick stitching. Uh, and you, actually, you, you have a, you have a kit as part of your sailor's equipment. Yeah. So you stitch them. Yeah, you manage to unpick some stitching. You stitch them together and create the most bizarre of things—a s- sort of sail in a place with no wind. Scamp, do you think you could do your uh, wind spell? This could get us uh, where we're going a little bit faster, maybe. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. Okay. We're doing the sail and the gold thing? If if both will help and get us there faster, I think I'm all in favour of it. Um, and if you're up to it, Scamp. How loud is is it going to be for a goat to keep up with the wind? How loud's the wind? You know from casting it uh, that the wind is about as loud as a local gale, uh, not quite gale force, but probably like 40 or 50 mile per hour wind is, so actually pretty In loud. Quiet. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 not quiet. Okay, this is gonna be loud though. Loud is a problem. Loud is <sighs> a problem. As we discovered with the moth things. Well. Also, with the wind thing, we'd have to do it for ages. I've got four and hours at a time. But exactly, if it's loud for four hours. That's going to be a problem. Well, Scary shit down here. Yeah. Maybe um, we keep it ready for a getaway. That's not a bad idea if we need to run fast. You kind of make it with some loops so that you can easily take the oars in and out. So you still have them as oars should you need them. Although you're not actually currently using the oars as oars uh, mm. because of... Because you are... Yeah. Uh, because of... Uh, <laughs> Friggin' Capricorn brand t- uh, tugboat services. <laughs> Alright. Um, after this uh, conversation occurs, I'm going to um, just gently put a, a, a hand on uh, Scamp's shoulder and say, ah! Cel- Celestia spoke to me last night. Oh. In your dreams? Yeah. 
Did you see a war with lots of dead people? No, I I was in okay, a. Okay, neither did I. I was in a. <laughs> 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 uh, Corson sort of looks uh, down his nose, like seriously though. I know none of us are all right at the moment, but. No, why would we be? No, well, quite, but. Look, I wouldn't be doing right by either of you if I didn't at least try and uh, check in with you a lot more than I have been. You know, we're all a bunch of resilient buggers, but that that doesn't mean to say that um, this isn't Fucking difficult. Yeah. And I think, in so far as possible, we've got to uh, not not bury it, pretend like it isn't happening because it is. And I've told uh, Celestia that we're not giving up, and uh, we're going to uh, attempt to together again before uh, she gets to O2. But she did raise a very, I think, important point, which we're going to have to think about regardless. As and when we get her, what are we going to do in order to stop her family from trying this again? Yeah. Well, that's fine. We're going to burn it all down. It's all right, I'm planning. There's a lot of the Underdog to burn down, Scamp, and I'm not yep. saying you couldn't do it. Yep. But um, I think that... Well... I mean, I can do fire too, but that's a big area. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking we probably want to do this a little bit more surgically, and that's not just because I'm a surgeon. I think that... How do things live down here? Well... Life finds it, a like, way. Oh yeah. But yeah, it does. How how are we? Like, if you're in a confined space, the air yeah. runs out. One yeah. of the things you have noticed down here is that the air is weirdly fresh, like much fr actually fresher than it is on the surface. You have a point. The air feels better down here. How does that make sense? We'd and more importantly, do, how do we stop do. it? <laughs> well, how do we stop the air? Hopefully yes. when we're leaving. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fire Just, stops air. Yeah. Well, it uses up air, so that's, that's a possibility. Also, worth, um, worth possibly just bearing in mind if you're going to do anything fire-based down here is if there's... If there's a lot of air, um, maybe um, fire is going to be a little bit more effective. Huh. Well, if there's not much air, it won't do as much, but it feels like mm. there's a lot. Yeah. yeah, like it's good to breathe, you know? Yeah. Corson, in your time, you have actually been into a, an ordinary mine before. 
air doesn't always feel this fresh, just like normally underground. No, I was going to ask. I mean, Breathleaf literally to... was just mentioned in the dream. Yeah. That yeah, that was the thing. Like that did happen. Uh, yeah. It's, I think it's. I think it's the plants down here. They they must sort of make it somehow. Which ones? The, the giant mushroom things. Uh, I think. Well, Celestia called them Breathleaf. Huh. There was the the ones with the leaves. Were they were they purple, red? I can't remember. Uh, the the purple leaf. Purple ones, one, yeah. yeah. That were more plant like. Huh. All right. Maybe so they it's... make the air. Breath leaf would suggest that. Oh yeah. 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 All right. So. Maybe we burn all the breath leaf. That could work, although it, it really does depend on um, what sort of scale we're working at here. I'd been given to understand that the Underdark was... Oh, well, like, I did not think I, you'd take that as a serious suggestion. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Underdark's like a... a country-sized thing, isn't it? I mean, no one knows. There aren't mm. any fucking maps. Even mm. ours um, is only, like, a bit of a map. Yep. Right. So we just burn Utu? Well, there's probably a lot of... Um, relatively blameless people there. Think about it. Um, yeah. A lot of the people who who are down here are going to be slaves. We can't just well, let them well, all die. Who are the problem here? Her family. All of yeah, the drow. Broad, broadly speaking. I think. Okay. I don't know. Her family are influential. They're rich. They're powerful. So we. Burn the house down? I don't know. I don't know yeah. anything about them. And the we church seem like they're a problem too. Can you kill a god? Is that a thing? How the fuck would Cousin I? Cousin just sort of looks at uh, at Scamp like Leah gives you a similar look. Um, are you okay? Do you need no. <laughs> you know, I want to kill a god. That one wasn't covered in Regent School. I didn't go. Well, Me neither. Well, there's, a, there's plenty of people who um, would have looked at me uh, saying that I was going to uh, kill the Kraken in much the same way. But honestly, Scamp, I think if anyone uh, is uh, going to be capable of doing it, I'm glad that it's uh, the I'm in the, the presence of someone who's probably likely to. But look, we're Jeffrey? getting... <laughs> We're getting way off topic here. Jeffrey brandishes his knife threateningly. Yep, no, that that's definitely a god slayer right there. Yeah. If ever I saw one... He's a very good warrior. Don't underestimate yeah. him. Oh, no, no, I've seen how good he is. I've had a chat with him. He's very intimidating. Sometimes really? we talk when you're all asleep. Oh. I'm not going to tell you what about. It's a secret. Will you can you, you talk to animals, of course you can. Yes. Every time. Huh? Tell him I love him every time you do. I will. Okay. We I'm should get confirm moving. that yes, when people have been asleep, sometimes Osana talks to Jeffrey <laughs> just for fun. <laughs> it's not scintillating conversation. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, Alright. You're right. We should get going. Now, Scamp and Leah, I'm going to ask something now that I asked. Um, Celestia 
Other than the the obvious thing right now, is there anything that is going to make this situation in any way better for you? Well, well I'll just that we're not already doing. Then, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I think you probably. <laughs> okay, bye. I'm gonna go do that. <laughs> Look, o- Oksana, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm not you trying carry to... on. You're being sweet. I'm fucking about. <laughs> ah. I don't. I don't think there's anything you can do. I think we just. The sooner we're out of here with her, the better. In all seriousness, Oksana, um, there's history here that it would take far too long to explain. Blah 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 blah. I know. You're all really Do good we... friends. Oh. Well, we like you too. But not yeah. as much as you like each other, and that's okay. I know that. We wouldn't have got here if it weren't day. for you, and I'm not um, discounting that at all. It is going to be uh, down to all of us that we get out of here. Yeah, quite frankly, we have asked nothing about you or your personal life, so that was rude of us. But Look, we've, we've been a little time. bit... We've been a, lo- a little hyper-focused as you can probably uh, understand. We don't have to explain. It's nothing well. personal. I do actually like you. Oh, that's nice. You know I wasn't actually offended. I was just fucking with you. Well, you I know, but I think it's important to say. I like scaring scared. people a little. Well, hmm. you're a wizard. Wizards are scary. <laughs> Why are wizards scary? Because the magic works different and I don't understand it. That's how I feel about you. That's why it's scary, because wizards are scared of me. That's how I think a lot of people view, unfortunately, tieflings in general. They don't understand them, so they're scared of them. Okay, here's the deal. Yes. I have a secret. Um, And if I tell you... Yes. It's going to make our lives a little easier once there are people around, but... um. I would like a secret in return. Okay. Alright. Because it's a big one. I've got a big uh, one. And if you tell anyone, it will ruin me. But it will also save some problems. So I'd like some assurance from all of you. I think you've earned it. Yeah. A secret for a secret. I've got some good ones. Go on. Um... Okay. Do you trust me? Because you have to or it won't work. What the fuck are you going to do? I'm worried. Yes. Okay. I'll put out my hand. Hold my hand. Can you take it? Yeah. Okay. And I'm going to cast a mention door. Oh, shit. In front of me. Oh, oh no. With you. I'm taking you with me. Where do you take us to? Not far. Just like Just... the other end of the boat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just far what? enough that it's a thing. What the... What, what the fuck was that? Oh, going in with the big guns then. All right. That makes no fucking... Was that flying? Did you just erase no. my? Me- Did you just fly to the other end and erase my memory no. and then? No. What the fuck was that? I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. No. I studied for years and that doesn't make any sense. If it helps, no one I- can do that. Uh, I think they could in the past. 
If that helps. When? I, I don't think it's a new thing. I think it's an old thing that's been forgotten. It's been very fucking forgotten, I can tell you that. Because there's these circle things, and I flick through my colouring book. And they're the same. They mean you can do it, but further. This does- that makes less sense. Like, how far? I don't know. There's a um, child's drawing of one of these stone circles. This it one's in the woods. <laughs> the evil woods. With the armies of the undead. Um, and this one's in Kion. So, it's true, we've been to it. Hang on. We were at one end of the boat and then we were at the other end of the boat. Yes. With, there there wasn't one. any time in between. No. And you're telling me that if you wanted to, you could just do that, but with, like, Kion. But it takes a minute to do. Like, I've got to draw a big circle. It only takes a minute. This is like the and least compo- This is like the least composed you've ever seen, Oksana. It's not <laughs> unsubtle. Um, I mean, not subtle. It's it's pretty. It's big. It, this one just like is is like stepping through like a curtain or something. The big one is like punching through a wall. A, a curtain. Yeah, this one you just sort of step through and you're there. Did you did you just like wake up and could do this one day? Um. One time, I fell in the water and nearly drowned. The next time I fell in the water and there were sharks, I got back in the boat. Who the fuck are you? I'm a normal child. No, you're <laughs> fuck not. <laughs> With the greatest of respect, Scamp, I, I don't think you can really um, uh, keep up the pretense of being normal anymore. How, how old are you? Um, Don't know. You're... Maybe like twelve, maybe. I don't think I'm. Like I was worried that maybe I was really old and just not getting older, but I'm I'm not because I was a baby in a thing, and there was a My... guy who definitely knew me and murdered me, but then I wasn't dead anymore. What? Like I don't someone... think he did a good job. Somebody raised you from the dead. I don't know. So I think maybe Leo, I just Leo's didn't just drown properly. Because that's that's a thing. But if you just came, came fucking back, that uh, no, I, I think he didn't do a jo- good job of killing me. I, I mean, either you're dead or you're not. There's not really yeah, an in between. Yeah, but there's unconscious, and sometimes you can't tell the difference. Also, I totally have a spell where it looks like you're dead and you're not. All right, so that's maybe... a proper one. I this is a, a lot. Yeah. You asked for a I... secret! I mean, yeah! There was a big fucking secret, I'll give you that, because if you showed that to a professor, they'd fucking shit themselves. Well, that's why you can't tell anyone. Okay. But you tell Wisdom. Who's Wisdom? Wisdom's my best friend. Oh. Except for all these guys and Jeffrey. And Celestia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> More friends. That's good. Well, going to be a wizard one day. Where'd you meet her? Oh, ages ago, somewhere. No, where? <laughs> I don't. Know. I can't remember the town name. Which town was it? I mean, out of character. Out of character. You can't remember. Yeah, it's crosswater. Crosswater. I can't remember town names. I'm terrible. 
Um, crosswater. I mean, if you teach her that trick, she'll get into school, I can tell you. She's getting really good. I mean, I just talked to a fucking cat in front of them to get in. Well, she can do, like, moving heat around and light and things. Oh, the little stuff, yeah? Yeah. I got her all the books. She's going to be a great wizard. Everyone starts there. Well, any of you care to top that secret? Because, <laughs> I mean, that's pretty big, but... Corzin's going to kill a kraken. <laughs> that's not exactly a secret. I I, mean, that's he's... not something I'm, I'm, I've ever hidden from anyone, I don't think. What is something you've hidden? <sighs> All right. I'm serious, a secret for a secret. Yeah. Not long ago, we were embroiled with a hag. Uh, what, like a like a scary old woman? Yeah, but Evil. worse, a, an actual hag, like like out of the old stories. Like a like a witch. Yeah. But, but worse. You know, some witches are just, you know, uh, kind old ladies who know a lot about herbs. This was a person who actually did um, proper, powerful magic and made deals with people and uh, got them to do horrible, horrible things or had horrible, horrible things happen to them. Sounds like my father's bullshit stories. Well, if they're about hags, then I'm afraid that they're probably at least partially true. But we were able to uh, track this particular hag down uh, not long ago and put an end to her once and for all. But there are some things we found out in the course of doing that that have... Well... It, it's hard to really even uh, put into words. What's your secret? Something that we have to do at some point in order to ensure the future doesn't end in terrible disaster is this doesn't make any sense I know um, alright we found out uh, some things about the future using a uh, a device that Celestia found a device that previously that's this not a thing hag had you can't they look into the it. future, that's not a thing. Well, apparently you can't teleport either, so, you know. Is that what you I don't it? even pretend to yeah. know how it works, but but Celestia was able to, uh, to see the future like she was scrying on a person with it. You don't look like you're lying. You want me to um, uh, drop a truth spell right here? <laughs> yeah, go on. He casts a zone of truth. Okay. I step into it. 
<laughs> it's gonna just, cover the whole book. It just covers sure. the book. Oh yeah, it covers. Yeah. Oh my god, we're all in tree spell. That's so yeah. interesting. Yeah. What's your yeah. save? <laughs> Uh, the spell save would be uh, 13. And what kind oh, of save is it? Oh, I succeed. Charisma, I think. Charisma, okay. Is it? A th- oh dear, I definitely succeed. Corson is going to willingly That's fail it. A... I'm going to fail it because it's more fun. I'll fail it too, actually. Leo fails it. Okay. Well. We found, or rather, Celestia found a magical item of some kind that can be used to see the future. Okay, either but, you're not lying or you're crazy. But also, Maybe we found out that the future is not set. It can be changed to some extent. Okay. And there's a thing that happens in the future in hundreds of years' time, but happens nonetheless, that means that seemingly everything dies. All living things. Who are you, people? We're pirates. Well, no, we were privateers. Then we were going to be pirates. We're diplomats. Mm. So you're trying to fix the end of the world? Yeah. It seems so. We We don't have all the answers, but it is a thing that seems to have fallen to us. And, you know... We, we None of us asked for this, but we're in a situation now where it's like, we know about this. If we know about this and don't do anything, how do we live with ourselves? You know, when I asked for a secret, I thought you'd just, like, tell me where your family lived or something. This is, uh, this is... Oh, I have no idea about that. Leo so, puts up a hand. <clears throat> Somewhere safe. I was kept as a slave by the Rothnulls for a year. I lived in their house. I was Celestia's personal servant. We made a plan to escape together. Her sister found out that we were lovers and she forced Celestia to brand me with Fuck. the Rothnall mark marking me as a chattel slave to be sold to the service to go work on a plantation in Sunder. Wow. Corzin later burned the brand off and healed it. She it seemed like a sensible thing. And Even before we decided to come down here. Yeah. In the same raid when I was captured, my recently married husband was captured and he's been shipped off to Sunder. And now I know where he is. And eventually, once we have a ship, we're going to go find him. But I don't know what that means for me and her. Because I very much still love her and I will. And a part, and a part of me dearly wishes I didn't. 
That's a bullshit situation. It's a good enough secret. I mean, I know it doesn't compare to end of the world. No, it's pretty and... fucking good, though. Yeah. Well, my think... secret feels like small potatoes now. I drank all that perfume uh... I bought. What? You did what? You oh, how are you still? Where did you buy perfume from? Um. Oh, there's a tiefling in. Uh, he runs a shop in uh, uh, in Vondion. Mora. Yeah. You know her. I know her well. Yes. <laughs> oh. Small world. Yeah. I get out a little necklace from under my shirt. It's a very, very small perfume bottle. Aww. It's in it the shape of a little heart. Tastes good. Well, no, Does you're not supposed to good? eat it. What's the... How was she? Haven't seen her in a while. Good. She, she seemed alright. Um, obviously a little on edge like everyone uh, uh, was because yeah. the war was so close at hand, but yeah. hopefully that's died down now. Hope so. Yeah, hope so. She struck me as the sort of person who is always ultimately alright. Savvy woman. Savvy in many ways, yes. Mm. Little third head pops out of uh, uh, of Scamp's pack. Well said. <laughs> no, I don't have to spell up, but the sentiment's there. I get it. Maybe I'll ask you to translate it later when we're next bored, yeah? <laughs> Jeffrey thinks, shakes his head. Okay, keep your secrets for yourself. It's, it's fine. <laughs> Apparently, you only get one chance to hear Jeffrey's secrets. It's <laughs> 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 so dumb. Well, I guess, um. I guess it's my turn then. I can trust you're all not going to tell anyone if you told me that shit. I start undoing the bottom of my plait. It takes a long time, because <laughs> it's a long-ass plait. And um, as I get up to the top of my head and start undoing it all the way along to the forehead, I flip my hair over and there are there is a row of filed-down horns. Oh! Yeah. Not human. Oh. And the thing is, from what I hear, uh, things will be a lot easier if we have an adult tiefling with us down here. From what Celestia said, they're not as persecuted as they are on the surface. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and... Thank you. So uh, right. But yeah, proper wizard. Yeah. Did you have to hide oh, the whole time? Yeah. No one knows. No one. No one knows who my parents are. No one has ever seen me with my hair down except <laughs> except for one time matcher, actually. He was nice. He is nice. Luckily, it was just him around. 
You don't make maps out of skin, do you? What? Who does that? Just checking. Is that is that like a like a thing? We found one once. There's a wizard. Long story. I think a, well, there's a magic tiefling. And and they make maps out of skin. I just wanted to check. It That's seemed not unlikely. the thing I spend time doing. Uh, but I, I uh, thought about telling you sooner, but really, no one knows. And uh, if I'm seen down here by the wrong person, I am fucked. But I feel like the odds of that are low enough. Would us and knowing who that wrong person is help you at all? What? Uh, Would us I, knowing who that person is help you at all? I mean, I say the wrong person. Anyone from the army. Anyone. Uh, Drow, I suppose. Don't know who the fuck I am, so it's fine, but... Yeah, I'd have to get really unlucky, but... It's been a secret for a long time. Wow. Right. Only place I'm out is at home. In the middle of nowhere. Thank you for trusting us. Yeah. Right, thank you for trusting me. You told me some real shit. <laughs> well, to be completely honest with you, and yeah, I did. It did cross my mind that even if we told you uh, these things, we might be safe with the fact that you thought maybe we were just crazy. I don't think you're crazy. I can tell when people are lying. Can you? I can't. Yeah. Always had a good head for it. It's not a spell or anything. Just mm. good sense for people. You don't seem crazy. <laughs> Any of you? I mean, you kind of do, but not in the traditional sense. <laughs> but just, yeah, I think it goes without saying, but please don't tell anyone. Yeah. Because that is, that is me fucked. I've honestly forever. no reason to. I mean, unless things change drastically. Do you well, think you could get wisdom into magic school? Or help at all? These give her some Is pointers, wisdom but... a tiefling too? Yeah. Can she hide? She doesn't want to. She shouldn't have to. You mentioned... Good luck to uh, her. You mentioned Matrimisson. Not, um... Not really caring that you were a tiefling. Well... Yeah. Uh, it was one of the things we we are also familiar a little with matcher and it was one of the things that he told us after having a chat with him that he was going to dedicate himself to in the whatever kind of new government dawns in Seoul so trying to get a little bit more equity for for tieflings just in general. So you're the reason he's got a bit more out about it lately. Yeah, maybe. It's I possible, don't know. but I think also he's in a situation now where he can be. If uh, if it if he's held these uh, opinions for a long time, uh, for a long time, then that was years ago. Well, we got uh, we got kidnapped together and. Right. I managed to break us out, but my hair came undone. Happens when right. you get kidnapped sometimes. I'm sure. 
Well, that being the case then, he's in a position now where actually he can he can affect things a little bit more than perhaps once he could. You know, it's you all know, very I well hope being so, but I doubt it. New dawn for uh, Sewell up there. Oh, in the future, the future. There's tieflings teaching at the university. What? what? Yeah, that's true. It's like a hundred years, was it? Two hundred years. Hundred and fifty. Uh, um, hang on. We'll all be dead. Character, Except a, this. a tiefling being a teacher. Teaching yeah. at a university. They were a, prof a professor, according to Celestia. I don't believe you. Well, ask her yourself when you see her. We're still in the truth effect. No, we're not. He's I actually it. dropped, it. dropped it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. But I think you're bullshitting me. Okay. I guess you're not that good at reading people. No, I just know the world. World's changing. I love the thought of I a world where it... my parents can go to town. But I don't see it happening anytime soon. As soon as said hundreds of years. I think if uh, the revolution has taught anyone anything, it's that uh, things aren't as set in stone as people might take them to be. And I want to believe it. Good. The first. But it's hard. I can't. No, I understand that. I, I was think... the lucky one because I don't look like a tiefling. Have you got a tail? No. That's rubbish. Mum does. With claws and funny eyes. She can go to town, but has to wear a veil, gloves. Couldn't pull it off for a long time, and my dad is green, so he's fucked. Aww. Well, before we knew any of this, Scamp believed and hoped that the world would one day be better for tieflings. And I think in some ways that's one of the most important things. You can't make a future how you want the future to be if you don't at least believe that the future can be the way that you want it to be. You also can't spend your whole life clinging to something that probably won't happen. Yes, you can. Sometimes you have to live with the world that's here and do the best you can in it and bribe your way through fucking magic school because your parents are brilliant and that's the life you have to live. You have to be someone else. You did what you had to do, I'm sure. Yeah, and I'm very grateful. I'm, I'm lucky. I'm a very lucky one. Wouldn't Most it be worse? Most tieflings don't get this. I know that. And I know I'm lucky to not look like one. Wouldn't it be worse, at the very least, trying to make things better? So that one day someone might not have to go through all that? Yeah, you're saying this like there's anything we can solidly do. Let's start by burning the underdark down. That'll make Matches people pay made attention. Matches made inroads. Next time you see him, maybe you should talk to him about it. 
I'm sure he'd be um, very interested to speak to you about it, given what he knows. We've talked about it before. No, I'm sorry I'm not joining you in being a voice of hope. Just I've... That's fine. Lived the life I have. I understand. And I'm not asking you to uh, turn on the copper know, here. None of my friends can meet my parents, and that's how it's going to stay. Oh, I don't want anyone to meet my. <laughs> probably evil and make skin maps. And you know, you can never be too close to someone. Never have your hair down. Like that's that's what it is, and that's how it is. I just I can't pretend it's going to be any different because otherwise I'll get lost in hope and won't be able to do what I do. So I live with it. I'm sorry. That's sad. But Probably. I understand yeah. it. Probably is sad, but if I think about it too hard, I won't do it anymore. But some of us don't really have that as an option. Or a safe way to hide, so... I know. So and we... I know I'm lucky, I, I know. Yeah, but that I'm means that we have complaining about something to... that's amazing, actually. <laughs> no, it's... it's fine for you, it's... It's a bit sad, but it works, but for someone who can't hide, I'm done hiding. I like that. Yeah. If I can make the change happen, I will. If I can't, fuck it. I'll keep trying. Wise um, words. If you think of anything I can do. Help us burn the Underdark. Well, that, but anything else, let me know. I want to help. I don't know where to start, but if someone gave me a starting point, I wouldn't say no. I just... Okay. Thank you, and he takes her hand. I, like, awkwardly squeeze it and then let go and, like, <laughs> move what about did, a bit. What did your horns look like? Um, they sort of Curve a bit forwards, like like into your skull. Not like not like into the skull, but like up and over. They sound really pretty. (laughs) Really hard to sleep with, though. Oh yeah, pillows were annoying. (laughs) (laughs) I've broken a lot of pillows. Oh, it's a problem, isn't it? I just started putting socks on the end (laughs) when I sleep on pillows. My dad does that. <laughs> well, I suppose you couldn't really wear them on your feet now, could you? Have <laughs> you got boring feet? I've, I've, I've got, got, I've got perfectly feet. Perfectly reasonable feet. <laughs> boring feet. Hmm. Nah. None of my lot have hooves. Just uh, feet. Do you know any tieflings that look like me? I mean, I bet the answer's no. Uh, I don't know many tieflings. You don't know many tieflings, but you don't know any that match uh, that match Scamp's description. I don't know a lot of tieflings. Okay. Uh, and I've never met any like you. But okay. that doesn't mean there aren't any. Well, no, I think there are. I'm just looking for one that's not an evil serial killer. Hmm. Corson. Yeah? Actually, this wouldn't be causing because it's too dark. Yeah. Uh, so the ah. great, so so the 
but I think Oksana has high enough for this. 14. 14 passive perception. <clears throat> the Murgoat has been continuing pulling you along this time. And you catch sight of a flicker of movement in the distance and above. As you look up and it's not immediately apparent because that far away there's no colour and dark vision is more presence and absence of, of things. So you see shapes but not fine detail. But you but because of the movement you suddenly become aware of some uh, of a narrow well not that narrow actually fairly wide passageway along the rooftop of the cavern heading broadly parallel uh, not parallel um uh, heading sort of uh adjacent what's the word where you cross over something perpendicular perpendicular thank mm -hmm. you heading broadly perpendicular to the way that the smugglers canal is going uh, where the stalactites have been cleared out of the way, and in the and going from just sort of the very edge of of the distant uh, uh, of what you can kind of make out, you realise that there is a shape moving quickly along this path, and as it gets closer, it begins to resolve as you get slightly more finer detail, and you realise that it appears to be a huge spider with maybe a growth on its back no no a rider uh sitting upside down on it as it scuttles along the ceiling spiders up there with people on okay causing okay. ducks down i get the up. goat to stop <laughs> yeah causing you can see nothing <laughs> because you can't see in the dark uh Scamp and uh, Oksana both give it's out, it's more than 120 feet away. Uh, no, it's actually 60 feet for you guys. Uh, it's more than well over 60 feet away, so it's perception checks with yeah. disadvantage. I can't even roll. <laughs> you can't even roll. Ooh, that's really bad. Um, eight, nine. <laughs> All you can tell is it runs along and above is that uh, there's only one of these giant spiders and it seems to have a, 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 and it's hard to tell how many riders it has but probably not a lot of them uh, and it is definitely at least a spider and it just moves along at a pace equivalent a little bit slower than a horse at a fast trot mm. but because of this smooth uh, route, and as you get closer, you begin to see the shape of m many, many long strands running along this path. Uh, it is able to move relatively quickly because it can travel in straight lines. Huh. Okay. Like a spider road? The... Uh, Ryder doesn't appear to notice you in that they make no attempt to stop. We uh, should be a little stealthy. Yeah, Hunker down. Yeah, make a stealth check. Can I roll for this? Oh, no. Yes. Okay, well, there is disadvantage to see me, but that 14. is still only a nine. 21, and I don't make noise. Yeah. You all hunker down. 
uh, although as Leah drops down a little bit too quickly, the boat rocks and there's a bit of splash sound. However, the rider doesn't seem to notice and passes. You're not at a point where you're directly underneath it, but it passes by without seeming to notice and carries on heading onwards in what you think from your map to be broadly in the direction of the north passageway out of the cavern system. Hmm. So we've hit a place with people now. Well, it's probably a good time for that revelation then. Yeah. Um, I take the other plate out of my hair and like flip it over so I'm obviously a tiefling. Yeah. Um, Do we need to put on uniforms or anything? What are these things? Oh, um, Celestia told me about these. The darker ones are higher ranked, the lighter ones are lower ranked, but if you have them at all, it's a sign that you're a slave of more. at least some standing. Well, I don't want one. I mean, you should well, wear one. I think I'm going to have to, otherwise uh, my very, very presence here alone is going to raise questions. Anyone's presence here would raise questions, wouldn't it? Even tieflings, like officers, but... Leah, no. I'm sorry, this is probably an insensitive question, but are there... She puts up her hand and just starts changing into the one of the light grey uniforms. I was going to ask, are there other types of freed elves? They're, they're... Here's the thing. I... If you're from the surface and you've come down with your paperwork, any race can be free. But generally right. they aren't. Um... There are there are some harsh feelings towards high elves because of the actions of the Tyrians. Ancient a long history. Time ago. Although not so not so ancient for some elves, I suppose. She nods. I was always treated re respectfully in the sense of the respect you'd give to a high-ranked slave. Okay. Right. What about tieflings? Oh, you're fine. Well, I'm not putting on one of those, then. What, we don't need to wear a uniform? Well, I mean, you probably stand up. There, there are tieflings that are... They're sometimes slaves, rarely. They usually tend to be free. Um, but they're often in service to a house. There are some just free, free tieflings. Okay. But... Then we stay not in uniform. You can be my great aunt. I am. We look related. <laughs> Obviously. Corson puts his on and says, Leah, there is no way I was going to ask you to wear that. It's your choice. She's already putting the trousers on. I know, but... Shakes her head. You still with us? It's fine. It helps that this is actually a... Lower rank than the one I used to wear. Hmm. It's not the same one. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, it's shit. Yes, it is. it is. Please stop talking about it. Okay. Right, onwards. Um, should I make us a spider? If you can, I think that would cause less, uh, less questioning looks down here. Yeah, that might be practical. Should we come up with a story for where, where we're going? The... Uh, you are my great aunt Ethel, 
Yes. Taking I'd me make a to, lovely Ethel. To see the wonders of the Underdark. I will note that the ceiling of the cavern is a hundred feet above you. Mm-hmm. More. <laughs> okay. Uh, and although you can create horse-like entities that can run across ground and swim, I don't think you can create something which has a climb speed. Okay. I'll take a, I'll take a look at the exact wording of that. Well, I mean, <laughs> I think we're playing mind, pretty hard loser anyway, so, you know, maybe not. <laughs> that seems like a step yeah. too far. <laughs> Uh, I'm not 100% sure whether I can give you... Nah, uh, that's fair. Uh, yeah, a climb speed. Uh, I s- is there the option of continuing down the river? But there is certainly the option of continuing down the river. That is that that is not an option. It's just whether you want to continue on... Yeah, it's just if you're happy to continue on past the webway, because going, uh, going, continuing on the river will take you away from the webway and then on towards the canal, and you can carry up from there. Because the, the webway kind of cuts over what would otherwise be very difficult terrain. Okay, so I can make a spider. It won't stick to the wall. Okay, so we stay on the water. <laughs> but um, maybe make it something a little more subtle that's pulling us. Oh, um, what are those things that are like fish but flat? Um, like, with, like the, with the wings. Stingrays? Yes, rays. <laughs> No, that, that feels... Well, they're under the water, so... That feels yeah. cavey. I guess. So, okay. I don't know. I'm just being encouraging, to be honest. When you next finish your... Thank you, you create, great aunt Ethel. Ah, uh, yes. You create a sort of weird, blind, pale <laughs> you on the head. thing. <laughs> sort of, uh, stifles um, uh, a laugh for a moment. And, what's, uh, what's the word? Like, nibbling? Yeah. Yes. Hmm. Little nibbling. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> you you uh, with a with a with a lighter mood, however, you settle into the boat as the manta ray begins to uh, s- gently splush, uh, dragging you further down the canal. Four hours later, Celestia. Oh, and the rest ride so over sad. the same spot. No. Which <laughs> oh. time you've oh. already moved That's on. That's excruciating, isn't it? <laughs> oh, Jesus. we have no way of knowing. No, none. Yeah. But we'll pick up from there after these no doubt important messages. I, I'm... And now a word from our friends over at The Session Tapes. In the Witchgrave Covenant, like many other fantasy realms, it's the heroes that save the day. Slaying dragons, rescuing villages, delving dungeons. They're the people you go to when evil is afoot in the land. Ever wonder what happens when those heroes aren't around? Sometimes, when sinister forces are at work, the only people you've got to call on are the town doctor. I'm not gonna lie to you, this is going to hurt. That crazy lady who raises mules. You have to be glossing at all times. <laughs> And the gnome kid that runs the dispensary. You know Big Milo down at Newbridge? He's got mules as well. That's right. It's time for the NPCs to step up and save the day. I think I killed someone. I did kill someone. (laughs) (laughs) 
You were healing trauma on one of the most renowned highwaymen in the area. Also true, but... Hey, no mule, that's a donkey. What? Or maybe they'll just make everything worse. The Session Tapes, Children of the Covenant. Fridays at www.thesessiontapes.com. Also available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Honored Masters, have you considered liking, rating, reviewing, and subscribing to Flintlocks and Fireballs? Also, leaving an iTunes review. Allow me to tell you a joke. What do you call a drow who attempts to cut through the spider's web? A traitor. Also, lunch. And welcome back. The rescue party continues travelling on up the smuggler's canal. As you move, carried by, dragged by your strange little cave manta ray, you eventually begin to come, uh, you eventually make your way towards the, uh, uh, towards more, s uh, or areas that begin to look more settled. You detect, uh, at first you pass some distance away from a settlement of some sort, marked out by hanging glow caps uh, in bowls, and the distant sounds of as uh, as you realize you're passing some sort of open cast mine. In the distance, small huddled figures in rags chip away at the cave to extract mineral wealth. The canal does not take you close enough to see what goes on in any detail. But the light allows you to pick out the silhouettes. You carry on. At one point, you come close to what seems to be the equivalent of a cottage illuminated by a small glow, by a single glow cap bowl, you see what appears to all extents and purposes to be a sort of tent or structure built around four crude pillars of stacked stone with sheets of something akin to leather but uh, more translucent and with distinctive segmented patterns to it what you realize to be chitin not the super hard chitin perhaps of that you might expect in uh to have been on say the shells of the wolf beetles you saw but clearly leather-like chitinous skin extracted from some manner of giant arthropod 
However, it seems that there's been laid that these have been laid onto the pillars to create a crude hovel or dwelling. And uh, which makes a degree of sense. There's no weather down here, but it is cold. Not ice cold, but everything is consistently below body temperature in a way that it makes sense to try and conserve, if nothing else, the heat generated by your own body in a place you would sleep. Mm. And outside you can see there are a, uh, there are three large pillars made of wood which to some degree resemble what they are hives and you watch mm. as crickets Ooh. fly into and from these <laughs> here and there in small number Leah whispers nesting crickets I've heard about them. Um, they, uh, they're, they're a source of food out here in the, in what they call the provinces. You, there's a type of cricket that uh, always comes back to where it was born to mate. Um, so what you do is you, uh, you get a batch of the eggs. You raise them in these nests. And, and, when they're larvae initially and then they hatch and they fly away but every when the time when it's the right time they all come back in big numbers and then they wait for them to lay some of the eggs and they take the eggs and then they pour boiling water on the rest of them to kill them off quickly um, and th and that's how they get, get food and it works because it's cheaper than um, trying to do a big mushroom farm if you're if you're out here and you don't have a lot of readily supplied m material because the crickets that they, they can fly a quite a long distance hmm. and feed off the uh, more thinly spread fungus That's pretty clever. Yeah. 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 Those look survive down here. Those look a little bit like well, beehives on the surface. Mm, that's what I thought. Mm, but we don't eat bees. Can you eat bees? Yeah, mm. you can eat bees. Really? I'd much rather uh, eat the honey. Can you? What about the stingy bit? I mean, as long as it doesn't jam it into you. Have you eaten bees? Is this... <laughs> um, once they brought a... Um, they brought some roasted... Uh, they brought a roasted wasp colony to the manor and Celestia saved me some. Right. It's wasps. That's different to bees. Mm. I've not had bees before now. What? Do wasps? they have bees down here? I don't uh, think they have the flowers for bees. No. Yeah, you you need you need some form of uh, surface plants for for bees. I I would imagine. Can't there's imagine some, bees here. There's a, a slightly sweetish type of mushroom called sticky cap, but 
Yeah. Right. That, that's sweet mushroom. It's Whoa. not really like sugar, it just tastes sweet. Like, have you ever chewed in a licorice root? Oh, yeah. It's a bit like that. Oh, that sort of weird, like, oversweet yeah. thing. Weird. Like a different world down here. Cheers. Yeah, absolutely. Strange. The manta ray swims on. And eventually the, the little crude canal connects, comes towards a wide st uh, canal with solid uh, stone blocks at its sides, well-maintained, with periodic uh, lampposts hanging with these glow caps uh, bowls. That's pretty, I'll give them that. Also, it looks like we're getting uh, to something more, if you'll forgive the term, mainstream? A bit more like civilization, yes. Yeah. You also <clears throat> hear, in the distance, a sort of... What's that? Those of you with the, uh, with the nursery dark vision peer into the distance and you can see uh, a train of three barges being pulled by a huge beetle. It's moving slowly. It's probably around about walking pace, if that. Mm -hmm. But it is managing to pull three of them and it is heading northward. So in the same broad ways which you would be going. We're going to overtake, aren't we? I mean, you can very easily outpace this uh, well, that's uh, this barge if you wish to. Uh, I mean, it's going really slow. Yeah, we can't yeah, go. Yeah, best to, to go around um, it. Yeah, Gozin, pretend to be really good at rowing. <laughs> All right, um, Gozin is going to um, <laughs> you know, kind of put the, uh, the the uh, the the oars across the uh, the boat in the rowing position, but is essentially just going to be like tapping the top of the uh, the water so as not to cause any actual drag. Okay. <laughs> Also, he's going to do it fast, so it does look like he's actually putting a lot of effort into this, and the hopefully the effect will be, oh, he's moving that boat quite fast. Yes. <laughs> we still have the little thing from the chest from the Dwarf Clan, don't we? Yes, you still have the little... What was the name of the Dwarf Clan? Uh, it was the Water Delver Clan. The Water mm. Delver Clan, cool. Yeah. I guess I, I pulled that out. So if anyone asks, we're doing work for these people... Unless Water it is elders. those people, in which case we're Unless it trouble. is those people, in which case we're fucked, but... Eh. Well, not necessarily, but at least it's something. I mean, we stole their shit if it's those people. Well, they don't need to know that, do they? What else would they think? They've not hired us and we're wearing their shit. Well, I suppose that all depends on whether or not they're... Uh, well, whoever we're uh, speaking to uh, is aware of uh, everything that's going on. Well, I it's guess... enough. It's a start, at least, to get uh, to bluff our way past him. Is my point. Let's move fast as as we can and get past. Yes. Yeah. As we're going, can I have a look at um, who, if anybody, is on these barges? Uh, in fact, you can because yeah, that barge, d because as it passes by, the glim light of the uh, 
uh, of the glow caps, you are able to see, you're able to see some details. Uh, though it is dim, so can I have uh, perception checks from both of you, please? Mm-hmm. Disadvantage or I'll say disadvantage because yeah, oh, it's still dim. Like. Uh, all of us disadvantage, Roxana. Just uh, just causing. Oh, just. Right. Roxana perception. can't roll today, guys. That's a seven. Fifteen. Yeah, fifteen. Okay. Uh, yes, you can see that at the head of the barge appears to be a uh, grizzled-looking uh, black-haired and bearded dwarf, uh, the barge master, uh, who seems to just be just keeping an eye on the boat, uh, making sure that it's being dragged along the towpath by the huge beetle. Uh-huh. Mm. Um... Both of you roll me a. In fact, ev- all three of you roll me a d20, please. This is a straight up luck check. Oh, no. Okay. That's 16. 13 from 10. <laughs> okay. Two above a 10. You. Uh, Causin and Scamper, I should say. The pair of you. Scamp got in. No, you're right. Oh, Causing perception. Though you're going off perception. Uh, yes, I'm going off. No, yeah, 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 I'm going off. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I'm going off perception, but the luck was to see what's happening. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Causing and Scamp. You see another dwarf, younger by the look of them, pop up from uh, below decks, and they are carrying some sort of... Uh, they're carrying a pack with them uh, and seem to engage in some sort of quiet conversation with mm. the older dwarf. This is as you're beginning to peel away and you see them take a few objects out, kind of look over them, put them away. Do I recognise any of them? The first couple looks like some rations, uh, maybe a spare pipe, there's some bottles... And then you see them get out the lightning bolt shaped oh. guitar. Oh. Ah. I you know tap um, Scamp on the shoulder and point it out. Oh. What? I say, look, this must have been the barge that has there. Is she on there? I don't know. I mean, does but she have reason that's... to not be on there? I don't know. Is this the well, one? That's, well, that's, that's, that's her guitar. That's, yeah, that's definitely her pack. I... I think... How pushed for time are we? I could scry? Actually, that might... Uh, that might answer uh, whether or not she's on the... Uh, uh, on the, the barge, but... In any case, we need to get that back. Yeah. That's hers. Well, if, if she's on there, this is it. This is us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do we have time for me to look, or do we just need to get on? I mean, this—it is very easy for you to continue outpacing this uh, this barge, and I'm going to say you have more than twenty minutes left on your manta ray. So, okay. if, see so if you want to set up in the uh, in the boat and look, do a scry, you'll have time. It, if she is on there, that's um, it could be useful to know how many people we're looking at. Yeah, let's find out if she's on there. We'll get ahead, wait, and then maybe we'll... 
Yeah. We'll talk yeah, maybe we we'll get try. quite a bit ahead, and then while I'm scrying, I don't know. We, if we can get a little bit ahead, uh, you can scry. If uh, she's on there, we can lay and wait for them. Yes, that's the way. I will scry on her. Yes. Not anything else. No. Because if I scry on the boat and she's not there, then also yeah. there's three of them. We don't know which one she'd be on. Yeah. Let's hope, hey? Yeah. Yep. Either way, I think we're about to engage in some piracy. I've never been a pirate before. It's fun. You'll like it. <laughs> quite up for it. New adventures and all that. I Calls and cracks his knuckles. <laughs> I get out my little yep. beaten up suitcase from the university, open it up, take the bowl out, um, like put a load of my metal rods in the mm. slot and just fold my arms and stare into it and adjust things now and then. <laughs> I'm going to cast water breathing as a ritual because it can't do any harm. That's a really <laughs> fucking good idea, mate. I just took... Uh, I've just rolled your uh, wisdom save as Celestia with advantage. You didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a surprise. Why do okay. I have advantage? Uh, the eye. The eye. Oh, you, shit, yeah. Gives the advantage to uh, I, for one, am shocked that I did not resist it. I am shocked. Shocked! <laughs> Especially considering you've started with an object belonging to Celestia as well. So. Yeah, true, yeah. actually. Uh, so you set up the uh, equipment and filter through the various images, closing them down until you eventually get uh, until they eventually resolve. Yeah, exactly. Just sort of gently, like mutters to herself, like dun, 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 and just like moves around metal rods until I get there. You see. Celestia on the back of a giant wolf spider on the saddle strapped into position she's not upside down mm. she and a series of other spiders are walking through oh well uh, she and a series of other riders on back of spiders are riding through uh, a narrow passage on the side of which is a wide canal as various heavy um, portcullises are being raised and lowered to permit the group of riders to pass oh, through. She looks very unhappy with the, uh, with the scenario. Yeah. She's not on the boat. Oh. Where is she? On a spider. Oh. They're going through a lot of gates. She looks miserable. Like like the one you saw earlier. Yeah. Could be. But it wasn't that one, right? Was it different? That was a different Oh, no. Okay. It was a group. It wasn't just one. There are lots of them in a line. Can't have been the one that we saw because it was just one. They must have a um, a caravan or something. Yeah. But she's not on the boat. That's right. It's complicated. No, she's not. Well, they left her stuff on the boat. All right. Well, we've got to get that back at the very least. As you're scrying, you see them reach the last of the portcullises. Paper. You you notice uh, a red-headed 
male drow at the front who uh, who rides out first, followed by another couple of, dr of male drow. One of the male drow, a slightly more slender one, uh, presents a series, a set of papers to a, a black uniformed tiefling at the far side. A small amount of coin is exchanged and these spiders ride up the wall of, a of the new cavern system mm. and along a webway on the ceiling. In the far, far distance, you can see that this cavern does begin to open up into a vast uh, cave beyond. But it's too far in the distance for you to see truly what lies ahead. We're going out into a really big cave. And it's a good thing we didn't go that way, because they needed papers. Alright, well that's something. Leah, is this a, uh, a different way of travelling down here? Um, yes, uh, if you've got a spider, you can, th th I think that they're called the webways, you can ride them directly across caverns instead of having to walk or use the, um, canals. So it's, it would be the equivalent of above ground going across country? She nods. Like a road. But like a road. Spider road. But, yeah. Mm. Okay. So have Makes we lost sense. a lot of time going on the river? I feel like... I mean, they weren't where we are. The cave was much bigger. Yeah. But I don't know. Does that mean they're ahead or behind? I, <sighs> I don't know. I mean, ahead, I think. Her stuff is here. I feel like maybe they, they left... Right, if we look logically... They're not going to... Maybe they left the heavier things so yeah. that they could be faster. They the, left the heavy things on the boat. The boats right? are not going to be right, faster okay. than the spiders, otherwise they'd be on the boat. And I mean, in our little boats pulled by one thing, we're faster than that boat, right? Yes. Right, so surely okay. they wanted to take the quick route. Yes. That All would right, make so. sense. So we get they're the ahead. Stuff back. How do we do that? Well, what are they doing with it now? Uh, you've been watch. You'd be keeping an eye on them. After they have examined the stuff, the uh, younger dwarf just packed it back into the bag, uh, engaged in a short conversation, and then went back below decks. The older, actually, no, uh, handed it to the older dwarf, who went back below decks, and the younger dwarf is now st uh, up at the uh, bow, or uh, the sorry bow, uh, of the tugboat. And is just ma uh, just keeping an eye out, making sure that the the, the huge uh, ox beetle doesn't go a a astray. Scamp. Yeah. I know you're a thing where you magically poof somewhere. I could go on the boat. Can you take things with you? Anything Can I'm you carrying. Just poof, get it, poof, come back. Yeah. That'd be the quickest and easiest if you can. Don't you have to be able to see where you're going, though? No. Wow, fuck. I have to have some, I mean, the region. there's a chance I'll go into a wall if I'm not careful, but... Please don't Please do don't. Um, do you want to take someone with you? I can take someone with me, but... I was thinking of going invisible to do it. That's a really good idea. That might be even better. I just... I, I think... 
it's probably better if they don't see us. Because yeah, then they'll gonna... know she's being followed, but not only that, they'll know how close we are. However close Agreed. that is. I, I don't know if we are close or if we're not. We might be a couple of days behind, but either way, they will know. Yeah. So they'll know when to move her, you know? Okay. All right. um, I think if Agreed. we can do this without being seen at all, that would be ideal. Agreed. Who's best to come with? I can't bring more than one person. Um, I can do magic. I don't know if that's helpful. Who's going to be quietest? Me. Not me. Yeah. Corazin, I think you're probably quieter and than the me. Best I'm small and I don't make noise. That's true, you don't make oh. noise. If you're invisible, no one's finding you. I that's can true. help with the invisible thing. I can make you both invisible if you need someone else I to do I can do it. better invisible. Um, I, I can do pretty good invisible. Um, can you do more than one person? Uh, let, hang on, out of character, <laughs> let me check, because this is my first time being a wizard, um, so just bear with greater. me. I'm pretty sure I can. Greater is one person. Oh, greater is one person, yeah. No, I can only do one, sorry. I mean, I can do both. Okay. I can do two. Great. Um, okay, is, it clo- is the boat in a good place to do it from? Uh, I will say that you can basically slow down a little bit and wait until you're within, I think it's what, 500 feet? 500 feet, feet yeah. Yeah, until um, you are within 500 feet. But st- but you, if you kind of more, if you kind of temporarily stop in a dark bit be, uh, between the periodic light posts. How much time do we have before they get to us? Uh, I mean, you're not that far ahead. Like, you've not, you've not let them out of your sight, yeah, so... Not that long. Um, uh, so like nah, I was just thinking minutes. about conjuring an eye but definitely not I'd need ten yeah. um, do I think I mean, there's anything I can do to help if you, you guys want to just keep paddling ahead for six minutes you totally can spend ten minutes it's just might be good if I could see you because I can do magic from really far away it's a thing I'm good at so if anything's going really really wrong I can maybe cause a distraction all right, that sounds yeah, like a good idea. Okay, let's get the move on so a little bit. If you give then... me another few minutes, I can do the eye thing and okay. I can have it follow you. All right, let's move up a bit then. You yeah. take the time to prepare and come. You get your invisible and your eye. poof thing ready. Yeah, again, I do the pan's labyrinth eye in the middle of the palm, and then it comes out <coughs> and it goes invisible. That's okay. really cool. <laughs> so the. Uh, Make a note here. So the uh, you uh, you create the invisible eye, send it off back towards the uh, uh, towards the boat. Actually, can I take a second and find where the guitar is with the eye? Quite it can go point. through spaces um, so long as they are one inch wide or bigger. Okay. So if not, that's fine. But. Give me an investigation check, then. You you sort of drift backwards until you're near to the slightly sleepy-looking apprentice. Can't roll as Oksana today. (laughs) Jesus, that's a nine. Not rolled anything above thirteen as here. Okay, nine. You search down. The uh, you go below decks of the f- uh, below the deck of the first barge. There's a series of rooms. You kind of search one, one by one. 
Unfortunately, those rooms do actually have keyholes, which mm-hmm. do include as points which are an inch wide. Uh, so you're able to... Yeah, slip. big dwarven keys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, most keyholes probably could have like a... Yeah, like if you go by the length bit. Yeah, like, if, be like yeah. if we're going by the length of the keyhole. Like, like rather than the width. Yeah, there's... I mean, technically, it does have to be an inch wide, but like, yeah, like this this boat is not really like a prisoner's transport normally. So there is there are points which are you're able to get the the eye through. Uh, I'm gonna say that with that roll of nine, you spend about four or five minutes faffing around, essentially, yeah. before you eventually make your way yeah, to. Yeah, I'm kind of moves a hand around like it's a periscope <laughs> this whole time, looking around for it. Before you eventually manage to get to the uh stateroom where you notice that the uh dwarf uh barge master has been is sat at his desk and has been laying out objects from celestia's bags uh seems to be making some quiet notes on what he's found and the guitar is there as well. The guitar is actually right there on his desk. Okay, I found it. Great. There's someone in the room, though. Fine. Looks like he's all making right. notes on all the stuff. A dwarf. Only one. All right. Um, is it all there? Well, I don't know. Is there <laughs> anything else no, that's I mean... obviously like valuable or interesting? There are several uh, heavy jar. Uh, there are several bottles of valuable uh, alcohol. So much alcohol. <laughs> so <sighs> much booze. Uh, there is a lot of booze. That sounds like um, Celestia. Let me have a look. Like what? What? Yeah. What the fuck else do I have as Celestia? I mean, where are my finger puppets? Are they in my pockets? Are uh, they in my bag? Your finger puppets are in your pockets. They actually—they are usually kept in my pockets. Let me have a look if I've got anything else weird. Um, because that could be really there fun. Is quite a, there is a significant amount of gold, actually. Yeah. Um, there's a fuckload of really big instruments. Um, the there's what looks there. like some mushrooms. Uh, scroll. Um. Yeah, fuckload of booze, an egg thing. Uh, oh. Bottle of something with some weeds in it, oh. I don't know. Lots of stuff. That egg, we need that egg. What's the egg? Yeah. Um, Phoenix Town? No oh, shit, no, you need that egg. <laughs> right, we've got to okay. uh, get in there um, and get so everything. So, I'm going to do something dumb. Go on. I'm going to pop us in there, going to make it dark, and then I'm going to pop us out. Can you grab. Well, like, well, I'll put my tail around your waist so we don't get separated. Good idea. You um, grab. Um, all her shit is like out. Yeah. Oh, he's gonna know, but we're gonna just keep going. <laughs> we're gonna leave. I can also make it. Well, no, I, but it's I not all in one noise, place. But... Is the point. but it's on the You'll table, isn't it? Grabbing and running. Is it not all on one table? About half of it is packed. It is 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 in the bag, but the other half is yeah. Currently, it's stuck out on the oh, so barge master's table. table. That's so good. Oh, uh, um, actually, can I take something I'm carrying? Hold on, let me check the. Let's check the spell description on this one. Um, <laughs> you can bring along objects as long as the weight doesn't exceed what you can carry. How heavy is the I table? Mean, <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> is there room for it back in the boat? Uh, <laughs> That's so funny. If you just uh, take okay. the table. <laughs> you, looking at this, please let us take the table. It's so dark. It's so good if you just take the table. <laughs> in theory, yes, Scamp could take the table. There is one problem in that, as you can see, there are two large bolts bolting the table it's to a the yeah. deck because yeah, this is a barge. Yeah. Uh, so if you undid the bolts, then yes, you could take the table. Okay, Oksana kind of looks around at it. The table okay. is comparable to about half the size of the boat. Okay, like the table is pretty big, like half the size of the boat we're on, but you, you could take the table. Oh shit, no, 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 no. It's, uh, it's bolted to the floor. Oh, okay, um... Uh, is it also the other half her stuff? There, there's a bag. I guess that's okay. also hers. Is there enough too much stuff out that two people could not just put their arms around it and grab it all in one? Jason. Um, I think it's going to be a case of if you were to do it in a trying to do it in a single round, uh, maybe you could do it. Uh, there would be a chance that you might miss something depending on how much you grabbed it at once. Obviously, if you were to spend the time putting it into a bag and then picking up the bag, you'd be able, you'd definitely get all of it. But yeah, I think this is. I think it will depend on how good you are at grabbing stuff, especially if you're going to do the darkness plan. How good you are at grabbing it stuff blind. Okay. Um. How about? Uh, would be hard. Would be really hard. But maybe. Wait. 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 If we can get in there and uh, create a distraction yeah. so that the dwarf in the room goes out, we, even for just a few seconds. The, did we hear the voice of the other dwarf? Or either? Uh, they were uh, they're a bit far away for you to actually have heard what they were saying. Also, I can't hear through the eye. I can just see. Uh, but did we hear what they sounded like at all? Uh, nah. You kind of heard... Like... Hundreds of feet, like a okay, thousand feet so away. That's no, but <laughs> yeah. I could you make are, a scream. You, oh, that could work outside the room, just long enough. Or I okay. could throw something at it. I don't know. I uh, mean, we kind of want. We'll get him out of the room just for just want, a few seconds. Yeah, we just need him out of the room for a second or two. Yeah, maybe a scream would be good. Or even just a creak that's um, uh, disconcerting on a boat. You know how uh, uh, disconcerting a, a, a very loud unexpected creak is? Mm-hmm. That could work. I think a scream is more direct. You wouldn't have long, but I suppose you don't need long. No. And it wouldn't break the invisibility. Mm-hmm. No, it wouldn't. And if they get suspicious, I'll shoot stuff at them. <laughs> Good. Only if I there's think... no other option, though. Okay. Probably... A good idea for everyone involved is if you maintain distance yeah. once we uh, once we're It'll ready. It'll be easier for me to get back to the boat if I know it's the same distance away. Yes. Yeah. Then we stay here and we wait. But I'll keep an eye out for you, okay? Yeah. I'll keep an eye out, and if anything's happening, I'll send to you. All right. All right. Uh, good luck, guys. Thank you. Be careful, okay? Okay. Always try to be. <laughs> so, Scamp, where do you want... Uh, you, you take hold of Corzin. Where do you want to teleport to? Uh, well, I'm going to wait. I'm going to cast Invisibility the round before. 
Yeah. Yeah. So you wait and uh, uh, once you judge that you're 500 feet away, you uh, cast twinning it. Causing. Yeah. Because that I can do. Twinning is the best thing. Um, and then we've got an approximate of where the stateroom is, isn't haven't we? From you have an approximate. I, I have told you. Yeah. 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 So I'm looking at like where a window is and going like a couple of feet from the window of it, so that I'm not just going into a wall. Okay. You do your best to do that. Uh oh. <laughs> Roll an intelligence check. Uh-oh. I'm going to tides this. <laughs> There's literally nice. nothing I can do to help you, is there? Okay, that was no. worth tidesing. That is a an 18, not a 6. Okay. <laughs> wow, yeah, that was worth tidesing, wasn't it? You think you've managed to work out how uh, the route to take to not appear at least partially in a wall, floor, or ceiling. <laughs> All right. And I will Grabbing dimension hold. door. Grabbing hold of... Uh, uh, hold of uh, Corzin. Reality just doubles for a moment, and then <laughs> you find you appear about six foot in the air. Uh, so not six foot in the air, six inches in the air over the deck of the uh, of the stateroom, clopping uh, to the ground. The dwarf looks up, but you, uh, 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 as, and as the dwarf's head is going up, you uh, you have, as it were. Uh, a, a moment of surprise. What do you do? Uh, I cast Minor Illusion outside the room and make a scream. <laughs> it's 30 feet away. Okay. Uh, I'm going to ask you to just roll a straight up luck check to see whether you have appeared in the dwarf's line of sight or not. We are invisible, invisible aren't they? Oh, you're yeah, invisible. We are. Yes, I forgot about that. Uh, so, the, uh, there is a sudden... <laughs> cut from outside the dwarf looks up suddenly and immediately uh, stands up, uh, knocking aside uh, the swivel chair he's on, uh, and you hear him call out, Scoogie! Scoogie! Uh, and runs towards the door, swing, uh, pulls, yanks it open, and starts running upstairs. I'm actually going to follow him. Okay. Like, uh, start piling stuff into the bag. <laughs> the pair of you just start piling, yeah, you just pile everything in, Prioritizing uh, yeah. the egg and the guitar. <laughs> you get the egg and the guitar, and then it starts to be getting the a instruments. The larger yeah. instruments. Uh, you see uh, the dwarf uh, barge master run up, and uh, she calls out in uh, and sort of in a hushed, uh, harsh whisper in dwarven, uh, which scamp you can just you can understand. So you can overhear. Go, Scoogie, what's the what in the name of of, of, Morad, of dead Moradin was that? What? Uh, I'm sorry, Master. I thought that was you. No, that wasn't me. Are you mad? You're going to... And you hear the distant sounds of... Of wind beats. That is how... Shit! Batten down all of the hatches. We need to hide from the moths. I send a scamp, if, yeah. I, if I can, at this point. Get out, moths are coming, hurry up. <laughs> well, fuck. <laughs> the, uh, just, uh, you managed to grab the rest of the loot together, 
just in time to see uh, and because you picked up the loot the bags that the loots have all vanished just in time to see the guild ma uh, sorry the barge master and Scoogie the dwarf run into the stateroom slamming the door as they go uh, we will dimension door back to the boat <laughs> and you find yourself back on the boat Ooh. All around, you can hear the distant sounds of wings starting to approach from the uh, uh, from beyond. Is there a below on this boat? Uh, no, you are on a rowboat. I thought we were. Uh, yeah. Get the sail up. <laughs> yep. yep. <sighs> you rig up the sail. <laughs> okay, Corson is going to try. Uh, is there a way he can try and at least secure it to the deck? Maybe like threading it through the um, the front um, set of seats. Give me a sailoring check, so wisdom with proficiency with disadvantage, because you're doing okay. this. You're doing this in a hurry. Yep. Okay, that's uh, thirteen. You think it's secure? He's gonna hold on to it because there's like literally nothing else he can do. I'm gonna move some. He's not gonna see anyone coming. Uh, <laughs> a cloud of. Uh, of razor-teethed moths begins to descend. I'm casting sustained wind. <laughs> as you, uh, as the blast of wind strikes the uh, improvised sail, it almost threatens to wrench out of your grip. Causing, can I have a strength check from you? As yep. you, behind you, a torrent of razor-teethed moths begin descending on the boat. Would this count as athletics? Ah, uh, yeah, athletics, we'll say. Okay. Because that does make a difference. Oh, natural one, but lucky. <laughs> okay, that is... A22. You, uh, you try and hold on. You slip the as the sudden blasting wind catches the sail. The... Uh, the edge of this uh, of the oar slides from the place you thought you uh, uh, you'd tied it, catches in a more secure point. But as it's doing so, you yourself are buoyed up and suddenly find yourself gripping onto the uh, onto this oar support for dear life. As you are now <laughs> flying, as you as you are being blown like a flag in the wind. Oh my god, he's a halfling spinnaker. <laughs> as the whole as the boat suddenly. <laughs> Can I grab Cousin and make sure that he doesn't fly away? Yes. I think it's working! <laughs> well, this idea kind of works. <laughs> As you all grab me onto Cousin and the boat, the, uh, the whole boat just uh, just suddenly begins speeding up uh, the canal. Oh, this is amazing. <laughs> I also get hold of him with my mage hand, just for effect. <laughs> doesn't do much, but it looks cool. <laughs> Uh, until and again, you race away from the <laughs> descending uh, uh, swarm. That said, uh, as you are racing on, something you hear something in the distance. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Nothing good. Behind or ahead? Ahead. Uh, are we away from the moths now? Uh, you are flying away from the moths. And, oh, we and need to keep going in, then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, as the moths, the moths are all focusing on the boat now. Uh, but in the distance, as 
uh, and as as the as you speed along the canal, fortunately making less noise than the swarm of moths is, because you're only about uh, you've only been doing this for about a minute, you see something uh, begin to approach, and it's only because it passes. Uh, it's only because as it passes along uh, the. Uh, vaguely close towards the canal that the dim dim light uh, of the uh, of the glow lamps seems to give it some shape cresting up out of of a burrow uh, beneath the uh, the floor level of the cavern you see what at first seems to be a vast worm-like shape oh fuck rise up and then seems to slither along towards the uh, the storm of moths. You catch only glimpses of it. You don't see it uh, in full. It seem, but it seems ridiculously, almost impossibly huge. Perhaps twenty feet wide, over a hundred feet in length, streaming towards the source of the sound. And it, and all you can you get are just flashes of violet tinted chitin before you swear before you sail straight on past. Wow, I'm really glad that didn't see us. I'm not sure those things can see in the uh, in the traditional sense, but whatever counts as seeing, I'm glad it didn't do it with us. <sighs> do it. Um. Wow, you really—you really are like twelve, and <laughs> yes. Puberty happens to us all. Eventually. Well, I mean, we hope. <laughs> right, let's keep going. I want to put as much distance between us and that as possible. Yep, agreed. I mean, how long do you want to keep this up for? Uh, scan? Until we're well away from the moths. Okay. Yeah, like How really much far away, than the, uh, but not long the, enough the... that we attract new moths. You carry this on for about ten minutes or so before you judge that you're probably in a safe enough position to slow down and focus on recreating the manta ray, which essentially disintegrated as you raced past it faster than the ray was willing to yeah, go. Yeah, it doesn't go that well. How much faster is this method of travel than um, the manta rays? I mean, actually, in fairness, it's not like that much a... faster. So you probably no, the ray would still be intact. You just got it; it just kicked into full speed as opposed to partial mm-hmm. speed. I mean, as far as I understand, it's like a bit faster. You said, yeah. but also like a lot louder. But a lot louder. Yeah. 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 Okay. So yeah, the the ray. Regardless, you uh, will say that it was cl- quite close to the end of its time anyway. So you yeah. recreate the ray. Mm-hmm. And in a much quieter procession, uh, swim onwards. You have uh, so at this point, Corzin and uh, Scamp, roll me a luck check, please. Okay. Who? Luck checks today. Yeah. Do I not get mm, a luck? Check? Eleven. Four. Eleven and four. Excellent. And while you're at it, Scamp, roll me a D1. Oh no, I hate you, I hate you, I was waiting for it, but I still hate you. Uh, 80. 
If it's a fireball, you could actually kill me in this character hilariously. Nope. Oh, you are at least resistant to fire, aren't you? Oh, yeah, true, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Around I like this one! A burst of fireflies <laughs> seems to emerge just out of nowhere all around Scamp fluttering about them for about uh, uh, four, and just casting a dim greenish yellowish light Scamp? Is this is this a thing? Um, How are you doing that? I think it's like the butterfly yeah, like I can put my hands through them, they're not there You oh. do they pass straight through. I Good illusion. I didn't do it on purpose. How do you not do that on purpose? One time, I made no. Many times, I made a unicorn. What? A couple of times, my hair fell out. Sometimes there was lots of fire. And um, this is all by accident. Once there was music. It seems to be. How the fuck do you do magic by accident? Magic takes years. I mean... Sometimes. Unless you're a sorcerer. Oh no, couldn't be one of those. There's not one of them for ages. Of course And there they're isn't. totally evil and, and dangerous and definitely not. Not all of them, apparently. Really? I'll give you a look. <laughs> it's just weird to meet one. Oh, you haven't? There isn't such thing. They don't exist Shut anymore. Up. Otherwise, people would try and use them and hurt them. Of course. I haven't met one. No. Don't worry. You're safe with me. Same. Scamp. As you uh, look at the stuff that you've shoved into Celestia's bag... You realise you've accidentally uh, swept a couple of items from the Barge Master's desk. Oh no! Uh, there is a what appears to be a ledger Whoop. and a sealed letter stamped with a wax seal bearing the mark of the Water Delver clan. Whoops! Uh, well, we've stolen some more stuff. That might get well, them into trouble. Whoops. Should we open well, not it? Not much we can do about it now. Let's have a look at it. Yeah, let's open it. Might be useful. I'm going to flick through the ledger. Have a look at the letter. Okay. All okay. right. Uh, peering at the ledger. Uh, Scamp rolled an intelligence check. Oh, no. Oh. Seven. No, eight. I have a modifier. <laughs> this Aww. is a merchant's ledger. Ah, yes. records transactions of items bought and sold. Business! The two in the surface. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. And you mentioned that these items on that? Uh, there are actually a few... Fi looking at... Skipping towards the end, uh, you do actually see... Uh, there are a few notes which, uh, Scamp, you can painstakingly translate from Dwarven, in which the le the letter is written, that... Oh, God, the letter's in Dwarven, of course. Sorry, not the letter, oh, uh, right. which, uh, well, the letter is in Dwarven, but also the ledger is in Dwarven, uh, and the ledger, uh, the last few items in the ledger record 
items for delivery and are halfway through record, uh, record, recording various musical instruments. What does it write about the guitar? What does, how does it refer to the guitar? The, yeah, what does it even say? Mm-hmm. Guitar-like art object. Art object. Objet d'art. The letter is sealed with a wax seal. Are you just going to crack the seal in half and open it? Um, is this trapped? <laughs> Could we try and open it without breaking the seal? This is a thieves' tools check. Oh, I'll have a go. Can you use thieves' tools? Yes, they have some. Oh, so do I. Um, are you, you any do, you good can just with mend them? It afterwards. Um, I'm quite good. I have a plus four, Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to say that in character. I just have a plus okay, four. Okay, well, what I'm do you have? better. <laughs> okay, I could help you. Um, can you help? Can you yeah, like heat it, it can very slightly? It I'm not sure that this is a job where more than one person yeah, really fair. could. Yeah, fair. Can you use a tiny amount of heat or fire just to make it slightly softer? Can you do that with thaumaturgy? Uh, I will say for the purposes of this that you could that you could heat up a small letter opener blade, as might be found in. I mean, I have tools. fire. Yes, and like, and, do, do. and use that. Yeah, I will do that. So I guess. Yes, I suppose I will. Uh, in which I think case, you can make small bits of fire with all Yeah, the in which case, okay, I'll count that as assisting. You can make uh, you can make the check with advantage. I will okay. do that. Thank I'll you. Heat up a little bit of metal. And... Uh, twenty-two. Okay, you nice. carefully with the heated blade prise off off the seal and examine it. Keep that hot while we read it. Okay. Okay. Scam, can I have another intelligence check from you, oh, please? Oh no! Is it in dwarven? It is in dwarven. I'm gonna tides it because sod it. Okay. Do, don't you have a spell to understand languages? Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna work out if I do as well. You I haven't actually rolled do. it yet, so I do. So. Yeah, I'm about to do try and do it at that. Oh. Um. Can... This is something Corson would remember because he was there when yes, you cast yes, it. Yes. Yes. It is. <laughs> I don't actually. So. Um. It'll take me ten minutes. We don't. Well, we're not really pressed for time on that uh, account, or uh, will it take you longer to do that, or can you muddle your way through with... Um, it genuinely might it? take me longer to muddle my way through it. <laughs> Maybe that would be a better idea then. At least you're going to get a, um, a clear idea of what we got here. Right, well, I start scribbling all over the floor in every language I know. I'm going to attempt to keep the seal okay while they do that. Let yeah. it cool slightly, we can reheat it. Yeah, I'll do that. You finish your ritual and re-examine, uh, and, as it, uh, uh, and as the spell takes effect, you re-examine both the ledger and the letter. The ledger is still a ah, business exchange. <laughs> Doesn't let me understand the language of business. <laughs> Oh. Um, but it's like yeah. If there's if this like if there's any hit, uh, more information than that, this spell does not reveal it. No, uh, it doesn't the... show ciphers or codes. So it's just languages. Yeah. yeah. If no. there is a code, yeah, still a code, the spell ain't helping. I'm still not very smart. <laughs> oh. Uh, the letter appears to be a letter from one. Uh, Halrak uh, Waterdelver uh, to the 
to just check here. Ah, yes. Uh, to Clemmistress uh, Water Delver. Uh, and it seems to describe, uh, and it appears to be a report. It, it talks about collecting the uh, collecting Lord Rothenol uh, and his entourage, as well as uh, Lady Trallum Rothenol from the surface, accompanied by two guests uh, in, no, sorry, uh, Cleric Sander and Lord Sabnet Cornraith. The uh, there is also a bracket next to that, Dwerd, close brackets. Uh, <laughs> what does that mean? Actually, no, no that wouldn't... Actually, um, that wouldn't be what you've gone with, would it? No, 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 no. that would only be... That would only be um, for the bank. Yeah. My apologies. Uh, no one else would know that name. Sorry? I don't know what that means. Uh, again, it's It was the, the name that Sabnet okay. mentioned earlier. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in which case it would be... Uh, <clears throat> Just Cormorith. Yes, in which case... Uh, uh, no, they would have a bra bracket for this. Uh, this would be brackets iron mask, close brackets. Ooh, mm. interesting. Uh, the uh, there is a further uh, there is a, a small record or uh, there is a small note of uh, politi minor political incident uh, uh, political incident uh, at House Carnilla uh, <laughs> Estate. Uh, with a uh, and additionally, there is a note uh, indicating, uh, and uh, and additionally, there is uh, a further note providing a f uh, providing full descriptions uh, of Adrian's uh, party, at least physical descriptions of them. You appear to have intercepted uh, a little bit of espionage. Ooh. Well, that's um, that's her original name, isn't it? Yeah. There is also a oh. note. Doesn't suit her. Oh, no. There is also a note that the uh, uh, that they uh, left the barge at the Carnella Estate, transferring to the Webways. Right, so we know that they are using the webways then. I don't like yeah, the sound of the, anyway. I don't like the sound yeah. of this to Sander and to Sabnet. They got silly names. Wait, didn't they? Didn't yeah, she say that she... um they were the the extras? They weren't part of um Adrian's um entourage. Yeah, were they... but they were asking about us, and I don't like it. Hmm. What do they know about us? Nothing. I don't think. Well, no, there's, there's no reason for them to know anything about us, unless they're... If they're um, asking, they must know something. Why would they ask? I don't I know. I don't know, especially not when... When the person they seem to have been after uh, this whole time was Celestia, not us. Well, we don't know what these other two want. No, we don't. Maybe... Are they new? They're not part of the family? No. Huh. They look like they've got a different surname, so it's... What's the Iron Mask? I haven't got a clue. No idea. Is it like... Well, it, like a it's code in name? brackets. It, yeah, is it a code name? 
Maybe. If in which case, like, what? Good to know. Uh, we should seal this again. We should. Let's write it all down and reseal it. You carefully reseal the letter again. Mm. Oh. All right. I mean, well, it's not a bad cover story. If we run into is? any of them, we're here to deliver a letter. That's a very well, good idea. Sealed letter. Well ahead of the boat. <laughs> yes. Well, it might be a very important letter. I don't think we'll struggle to stay ahead of that boat. It was pretty slow. No, and we've already established that there are faster ways of travelling, so maybe it's a, you know, it's a really important message that needs to get to wherever it's going. Yeah, okay. and we don't know what's in it, but, hmm. but it's not well, a bad story to have some if someone point, asks us. I will need to sleep. Does that thing need to stop the beetle? Will it need resting? Will they swap it? What's... Um... I think that's an ox beetle. As far as I'm aware, those things can go pretty solidly for 12 hours a day. If they've got two of them. Well, by the looks of things, it looks like they uh, they were dealing with whatever that giant worm oh, thing yeah, they was. Oh, yeah, sure. they, might, they might all be dead. Oh, yeah. I feel bad. Why? Because they didn't do anything wrong. Fair. It's just a barge. Yeah, I mean that's actually a good point. They probably, if they've, if they had two beetles, they've probably got one less now. At the very least. We should keep moving. Right. So they've been slowed down. That's all to the good. Mm-hmm. What if we um did it in shifts and tried having some people row as well while you're asleep? I can row. Okay. I can row. I'm not but very I'd, good um, at rowing, but right. I'll row. Well, you, you I'd feel better if now. I'm... Anyone who's rowing, go to sleep now. All right, well, I'd feel better if while I'm rowing, someone else is on watch. Yeah. Oh, we're not going to just... <laughs> yeah. Also, yes. you shouldn't row for, like, what, eight hours or whatever it is? That's it. Yeah, we should take it in turns. All right. All right. You guys... Um sort of stretch out your resting so to allow yourselves to travel an extra half day effectively uh i will ask for a constitution check from each of you to make sure that you get to see whether you get enough rest in this mm-hmm. to okay. avoid uh, get ending up with a level, a level of exhaustion, exhaustion. How are we doing on food? Are we all right? You're doing fine on food. Cool. Uh, none of the situations in which you were going to lose food turned up. T- Con check, was that? Yes. That's a seven. So uh, six. Con check. Oh, eight. Okay. Goddamn. You, ca- you managed to squeeze out an extra four hours before you're able, before uh, essentially of travel all together with resting and so on but and you do travel a good long while but even after putting some distance and getting rests and the slower pace that's achieved by rowing you then as as you move from the 28th of first shoots towards uh, closer towards the 29th it is you are all feeling the weight of the prior days upon you. Uh, 
Yep, even Leah. Even Leah. Leah rolled a six. Oh, God. So you all have a point of exhaustion. So you're taking... All of us, Jesus. Yeah, you're taking dis, uh, disadvantage to ability checks until that goes. However, with your continued efforts, you do eventually reach the end of the canal. Uh, there is one point where you pass another barge uh, heading the opposite way, uh, but they pay. It, but the dwarf on the barge, apart from paying a brief a glancing over, pays almost no in- attention and your interest to you. They see uh, the barge is just loaded is just a pair of barges loaded up with uh, what appears to be just ingots of metal. Mm. up to the surface. But you eventually come towards what seems to be you could, what could only be described as a massive stone fortress built into the very side of the cave with a series of portcullises, and you can see some not and in, some intentionally not very concealed murder holes uh, through which both the canal and the adjoining towpath run. The there is a contingent of about uh, six guards on the outside of this bastion. Uh, one teeth, uh, one uh, red-skinned, black-horned tiefling, and uh, uh, two humans and three orcs. The tiefling is uh, in a black uniform. The rest are in light grey uniforms. Uh, and the, those in light grey uniforms, are, and all of them are actually wearing breastplates of uh, of black chitin. Mm-hmm. But as the manta ray boat pulled boat approaches, the tiefling raises a hand and moves to the side. Hello. Ah. Hello. Good day to you. Good day. He looks. He, Seems to do do a double take. By Utu, what happened to your horns? An accident. It was a sad business. They'll grow back, I'm told. He he sort of touches his chest. I'm so sorry. Thank you. It's been a hard time. Looks like he can't quite seem to take his eyes off it. Um, sorry, uh, uh, papers? Uh, I hand him the seal of the Water Delver clan, not the seal, the, um, the little thing that we yeah, found. Yeah, the little seal, essentially. Yeah. yeah. And looks it through. Franz, for a moment. We're on a delivery. There was an accident with the barge. This is the only paperwork we have. Yeah. Roll a deception. Uh, either one of you. Ooh! Natural Scam 20. Natural 20. Yeah, okay, 29. <laughs> uh, the... little. I did get a... Re- interesting. I did get a report from a... Cur- we did hear from a courier that there was something disturbed a razor moth swarm. Yeah, there was some sort of big noise. They all came down. Ah. No, no. Quite. I'm... I see. Shakes his head. Uh, very well. Uh, anything to de- hands you the uh, the 
uh, seal back. Thank you. Uh, anything to declare? Uh, not really, no. Just carrying a message. Hold up the letter. Ah, all right. Uh, five silver uh, uh, gate toll. Mm-hmm. Pass into the silver, cuts yeah. it out, pockets it. All right. Yeah, if, yeah. Uh, open the gate. The first portcullis begins to rise. How many portcullis is all there? There are nine. Oh, God. Um, could you send word ahead and just let them know about our paperwork situation? Oh, uh, yes. So we absolutely. don't have to uh, have the same conversation every time. Thank you. Yeah, not having nine of those would be nice. <laughs> uh, I suppose you're right. Wait there for a moment. Uh, <clears throat> you! He, shat, he snaps at us. Uh, at a slave near the uh, near the sort of uh, there's actually a sort of house built into the side of the cave nearby uh, a grey uniformed slave uh, sort of looks up but doesn't quite make eye contact him with him and bows a little bit uh, he snaps his fingers paper, pen yes my lord the slave uh, human runs off and returns with a paper and pen Writes out a small. He quickly writes out a small script, tears it off, passes it to you. Thank you. Yes, just hand that to uh, Pleasant on the other side. She she knows my signature. Right, very kind of you. Thank you very much. That's all right. Have a good trip, and uh, well, I assume you'll be heading to. Uh, have you uh, been to? Uh, I assume you're. Uh, probably used to seeing the city by now. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Well, do you, uh, if you see anything, uh, if you're ever, if you're coming back this way, uh, do tell me if they, uh, do tell me if they're still selling, I've heard that they're called beaver pelts uh, in the market all the way from Sunder, you know. Wow. Yes. It's doing quite... Exotic. No, it's quite the trade. I understand a number of the houses have been uh, making something of a killing, exporting slaves up there. Uh, they, they've gotten... They, they have quite the demand for them. Some people think we're going to... Uh, we're, uh, we're at risk of running out down here. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. That's not likely to happen. And it, besides, most of the trade's coming from, uh, the, uh, from the old cities like Arachne and so on. Uh, but I am talking your ear off. <laughs> Have a good trip. Beaver. Thank you very okay. much. Go. He waves you through. Make Do we it... know what a beaver is? Uh, you've heard of beavers. Just... Oh. Yeah. yeah. You've, you've probably seen a beaver fur before. I mean, I heard things were shit down here, but like... I mean, fun. he's a man who loves beavers. Portcullis. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I'm not giggling a lot. It's fine. Yeah, there's more than one person on this boat who loves beavers. Way. Hey. Uh, <laughs> uh, you anyway. look up. You can see that there are just the whole of these chambers is littered with murder holes for the dropping of various, more. various murderous things from above. Corson is going to be taking note of these. Mm. Oh yeah. I'm glad we got that letter. <laughs> yeah. Don't trust myself to roll a natural twenty on nine gates. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Nine of them. Jesus. You, as you make, you make your way through, traveling along, 
uh, along the gate until eventually coming to the other side where you present the script, avoiding having that problem again, and open uh, and on into a into a vast cavern which opens up and beyond. But ahead of you, another party travels, having already gone through these this bastion, having ridden the webway rested at one of the uh, way houses along the way the Rothenol party as it were finally approaches their first destination just to clarify a small thing but do I still have a level of exhaustion just so that I'm aware uh, has it been a night It since has then? been a night since then. Uh, depends whether you've tried to do any dreaming. Not in that night, no. No, in which case you probably re you may have recovered it, but did you take opium before you slept? Uh, yeah, I would have done. Roll an addiction check, please. Oh. Save, please. Uh. Slippery slope. I mean, the drug addiction yeah. was gonna bite because me you have taken time. opium. You do get your exhaustion oh. back. Oh, that that's a one. Okay, you are now at four <gasps> points of addiction. So fucked, oh guys. That's the most I've ever been at. What happens uh, at four? Terrible, terrible things. Oh. I think. Four remains the same okay. for a little while. I think every two it's the same, basically. Yeah, it, this, it's a little bit. Just it, it gets it, it. It drops over a line at seven, but just don't. But don't forget that the addiction save gets higher and higher. Oh my god! Yeah, no, are. it's it's a problem. It really is. Um, but equally, thematically, as a time for drug addiction to bite me in the ass. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Right, now's the time. Let's be honest. Like the dice yeah. know they really do. <laughs> I've been bouncing up and down from one to two. Drugs are bad, guys. Drugs are so bad. Drugs are so, so bad. Like, so bad. <laughs> the <laughs> Celestia feeling a bit more than a bit haggard. However... Yeah, twitchy and weird. The uh. train of spiders ride along the webways through the vast cavern which opens out and out and out and in the distance you begin to see it a sea beneath where there should be no sea a vast underwater lake its waters black the lightless caverns underwater lake underground sorry underground lake underground lake i'm sorry i was trying to get my head all down lakes are underwater <laughs> if you go below the surface <laughs> wait uh, i thought it was like in spongebob yeah. where they're like in the sea but they oh, go you to do the actually beach. get yeah, sorry, <laughs> and it's like like an oil sea that they it? have under the sea <laughs> you do get different layers or, yeah. yeah you get tides underwater in some places you do really uh, but cool. in this case anyway, no sorry. <laughs> a vast underground lake. i thought Thank i was just that. being dumb i'm sorry no I no late. no i just fucked up my wedding <laughs> a vast underground lake uh wide enough that you cannot see i mean it's you can't see beyond it because of the limits of dark vision before it fades into gray ambivalence but it is the closest thing to a sea that there is down here the waters still black well almost still there's a little bit of a current 
as the sluggish underground river flows into it. And where the river meets the Uten Sea, as you approach, you can see the, for the most part, dim bluish lights of the city of Utu. The city, but the city from a distance, it doesn't, it feels like it would sprawl were it not tightly contained within high fortress-like stone walls. But rising above those walls in a land of uh, 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 rising above those law walls, over the city, full two-thirds of the way to the cavern's roof. There is a beacon of vibrant colour amidst the greys and browns of stone and chitin that make up this city. Uh, that make up this city. Lit from within by a thousand shining jewels, the stepped pyramid of the Temple of Utu flourishes with brilliant scarlet, a hanging garden of plants, a deeper red than any autumn russet leaf. Even from here you can see the gentle wisping of smoke from offering bowls upon its many levels, giving the impression of rising fragrant steam from some carmine volcano, giving life and threatening death to all in its shadow. Around the city, though, beyond just the walls, there are the columns. The Underdark is a world without sun, without stars, without sky. Even in the vast grand cavern that houses Utu, there exists a ceiling. In places, a harsh roof of distant slate. In others, a forest of icicle-like stalactites formed of eons of dripping water. And, as you've seen before, in some places, here and there, great stalactites join stalagmites to form pillars of lime, natural bridges between ceiling and cavern floor. One of these bridges, outside the city, the train of uh, spiders move towards as the webway uh, goes from ceiling down this pillar down to the fl uh, to the base. They seem to resemble almost great molten candles of dripping stone wax, looming ominously over passers-by. But not so in Utu. Around the edges of the city, built into the fortress walls, are six high towers of stone, each reaching all the way to the ceiling. Wide-based, built of thick stone blocks, they taper towards their zenith, yet from the crest of each tower springs a nest, a lattice of lightweight chitin and thick silk nest, uh, nets stronger than steel, from which the tiny-seeming shapes of spiders hang. These six pillars anchor a silken web that stretches across the ceiling, over the city and beyond, some 300 feet above the ground level. Distant figures keep watch from the windows that look out from the towers. 
and sometimes dark shapes scurry down the silver ropes that trail down their walls. You descend the natural pillar and come to and approach the high walls at the edge of the city. The webways do not link directly to the siltworks above the city of Utu, given the obvious security breach that would represent. Instead, you make the last, the last half mile or so of approach on on the ground. Spiders travelling along cleared roads before you uh, before they reach the stables at the edge of the city. You are, you dismount and uh, Adrian uh, and you see Lucan uh, takes the time to pay the various stable masters for returning those spiders before you all uh, before you all gather outside the main gates as the uh, less highly ranked male drow in the party begin dealing with paperwork and and tolls Adrin steps over to the three of you. We have orders to report directly to the temple. You have been summoned, sister. As have you, cleric. He inclines his head. Don't suppose you have any idea what for? I could not say for sure, but I have been summoned as well. The rest of you, of the, of you, I'm sure, will make your way towards one of the comfortable the comfortable hostelries in the free quarter Lord Comrath I'm sure you have your own arrangements but should you need the services of my staff I have arranged for some residences in the free quarter thank you kindly I have no doubt you will have your own engagements to attend to. Indeed I do, but just making sure. Dearest sibling, will you be requiring my services further before I pursue some errands? If there are urgent errands, I will not detain you, but your company would not be unwelcome as we walk through the city. My errand shall not take long. We shall, uh, we shall do this first. Very well. You, once the uh, business has been taken care of, you, the, uh, the, you all begin to walk into the open into the city through the high steel gates 
spiked, reinforced, uh, with a small opening down below for when you don't need to let, say, an entire army through <laughs> for, for more ordinary traffic. All of you have seen this before, so for you it's not a surprise. But Celestia, it's been months now since you've been down below, and you've become used to a different kind of city. A city of riotous racket and noise, of jubilance, of shouting and screaming, and activity. And activity there is here. But all of it hushed, all of it quiet, frenzied whispers, murmurs, susurrants, never a scream, never a shout, and always an awareness of the mounted arachnery far above watching the city. As you enter the city from its south gate, there is a wide avenue ahead, one of four, all of which lead to one place, the approach to the temple. Here at the south end, the city is cramped for space, but there is a paved road wide enough to march a column of troops along, and it leads directly from the south gate towards the distant front entryway of the temple. This parade is marked by statues of gleaming silver, effigies of drow women uh, sculpted twice life-size, each one raising up some implement or icon towards the temple in praise. Some hold bows, others blades, some staves or whips, or even just raising up depictions of spiders. And there are still plinths left unfilled, waiting for other drow heroes to take their place. Features immortalised in the goddess's sight. I have an out-of-character question. Yes. As far as I, Celestia, know, not what Adrian has told me, how murdered am I going to get for walking into the church dressed like this? Yeah. You think you're going to get quite murdered. <laughs> I'm going to get quite murdered. Okay. You are still um, wearing. Yep. You are still wearing your uh, outfit. Is and there... I will actually say that, bearing that in mind, okay. uh, as the uh, before you before you step in at the gate, Adrian oh, like to, considerably yeah, before yeah. you. Uh, uh, before you step into the city, actually, at that steel gate, Adrian just says, turns to you one last time. And the clothes, uh, and the clothes have been brought. And uh, he's actually holding, and he does actually hold out out a satchel with your drow outfit in it. Says, "One last time, sister. Change." Here's the deal. I will cover up. I will be church me, but I will be me. It's as good as it's getting. So I take the split skirt. Mm -hmm. I put it on over my silver trousers because okay. I'm worried he's going to take them off me if I give them to him. 
um, over the cod piece, which, depending on how you picture it, is hilarious. Um, <laughs> I, I'm just going to clarify... I don't picture it like some of the fans draw it. Some of the fans draw it like this big dick sticking out, which is yeah. amazing, and I'm so here for it as a fan art interpretation, and I love it. I picture it as a little cup with a C on it, so yeah. it would go under a skirt without looking like I just have a massive boner. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also going to... The, the David Bowie shirt um, laces up the front, mm. and I have always pictured that I have it very open and unlaced yeah. so that the boobs are always out. Um, I lace it up to the top so it is done up um so and i put the cloak on over the top i keep the earring i keep my hair but i'm covered and not indecent how's this we had best hope it will do And you step through the gates and you begin walking down that wide avenue and either side also the rainbow spirit definitely drapes around my shoulders oh yeah adrian mm. can't see it but there but there is a but to any with sp- spirit sight there is a wide flaring rainbow cloak yeah and it's looking like it's got its hackles raised it's doing the magic carpet in aladdin thing rearing up like a cobra <laughs> and just sort of like like cracks of lightning yeah at things that are nearby it's looking like pissed the uh, uh and indeed on the subject of spirits as always as you approach places with cities places with many people there are spirits and down here, they are all insects, arthropods, here and there, the odd spider. But especially out here in the edges, more strange, uh, translucent moths, or ants, or millipedes, or centipedes, that crawl around, unseen by most people in day-to-day life. And here, as you approach as you walk up that wide avenue, there are people. As to one side near the river, the crush to the other side, uh, heading towards the eastern walls, the stacks. Two different districts of slaves. The crush built of densely packed tents and hovels of chitin uh, stacked up against each uh, pressed up against each other uh, where huddled masses of slaves dressed in ragged clothes work and live fighting for space for, uh, for food for survival working at the dull crafts uh, needed to support the city the stacks, by comparison, you can see the what seem to have been, might once have been great uh, stone buildings in places, old estates gutted by fire and destruction in a war 800 years past, a war of unification. Now, now clustered with more of these 
slave hovels, but built on top of each other in the ruins of the old multi-story structures, where people live in hives, stacked densely for space. Mm. It's only as you approach the temple that you that you then begin to reach the nicer, still often tenement-like, but stone, sturdy buildings of the free quarter, where those citizens who are neither dwarf nor drow, but still freed, may live. As a, uh, not quite, not quite though the abode of the skilled slaves on the far side of the river. But you approach the temple itself, and the entryway to the temple is wide, an open front with high colonnades into which arched recesses have been carved, overflowing with baskets of brilliant red leaves. Almost every portion of the temple overflows with brilliant red, uh, crimson, sorry, scarlet, uh, specifically uh, breath leaf. The columns themselves alternate between black and white marble, as does the wide open patterned stone floor. As you move between the columns, you can see that this main floor leads directly forwards to the arena. Oof. And it curves, this atrium curves around in a semicircle with two sealed doors of heavy black iron on either side leading deeper into the temple those parts not open to the public dwarf cut light stones illuminate the interior of the structure with a cold white light the arena as you walk uh, you can see that there are a number of people here there are some uh, figures, many of them higher-ranking slaves in dark grey or even some in light grey uniforms moving towards the arena. Uh, it doesn't, it's not quite the right time of the day for sacrifices, but many have just come to pray uh, in that, uh, or to bring offerings on behalf of their masters or slaves higher ranked than them. And of course, there are the priors and the bridges. The, prior, the priors being those drow priests without the sight, walking in, out in long dresses of blacks and dark colours, wearing black masks, cut, uh, often, uh, usually in a spider-like theme, although some bear the uh, image of beetles or moths instead. And always beside a prior, the white uniformed form of a non-drow slave, their heads bowed slightly, and upon their shoulder, a spirit in the form of some manner of spider or scorpion or other arachnid. There are hundreds of spirits in this place, almost all of them spiders, and they all turn to notice you and your flaring 
cape, the rainbow cape of rice. As a sentiment, the rainbow spirit looks right back. This thing does not hide. You are just, yeah, it's just crackling with little lightning bolts, uh, multicolored lightning bolts. Is it just the three of us now? Uh, the four of you now. Uh, okay. Adrian has gone as well. And uh, as you reach this point, uh, Sander, you know that your uh, brother will not be allowed into the inner into. Well, you're not going into the Holy of Holies, but still the inner sanctums you, is where the intercessor will be expecting you. I think this may be where we part company, brother. Very well. I hope, and he does make a uh, a bit of a show of this, I hope that you are able to bring our guest here back to the way. I'm sure we will make progress. And uh, I turn to Celestia and say, I am sure with my siblings' help, you will get back to where you belong. No, fuck off. <laughs> he um, bows beatifically and steps back. Sabnet, you, you make your way out of the temple and... We will rejoin you at a later point. Okay. But for now, the remaining three make you make your way towards one of the heavy iron doors. You can see through the colonnade the arena as well. A wide built as a wide amphitheatre of stone seats surrounding a deep recessed pit with a stone floor set with grooves to drain away spilled blood. There are sheltered alcoves set into the pit in which clerics and priors may stand to attend the sacrifices, as well as gates from which slaves may be thrown in. Above, the domed ceiling is studded with white light stones and patterned in silver in a classical spiderweb design. And overlooking both pit and amphitheatre is a great hulking statue of a web spinner spider constructed of bright silver and a black metal with distinctive swirling patterning to it. A fortune in adamantine. The door, as you approach one of the masked priors uh, approaches you. Cleric Tsander. And she smirks a little bit. Why, if it isn't Lady Rothenel. We had rather expected you here a little bit sooner. Had you now? Yes. I was so sorry to hear about your sickness. I bet you were. Hmm. Oh well. 
The intercessor was expecting you a little sooner. Regardless, she looks visibly amused at uh, Adrin, who's keeping his eyes lowered. I think she might have quite the temper to her today. In you go, then. Have I met her before? You probably have. It's one of those where you're like, I feel like I know you, but I'm not sure. Yeah, <laughs> but as, as a prior, she doesn't have the sight. The, in, uh, the bridge, uh, a halfling in white robes, uh, next to her, is staring fixedly at the pride spirit. Again, it, like, looks back at him. <laughs> the uh the green... I named this thing the Pride Spirit. It's yeah. not subtle. Like. The green spider uh weirdly it's a it's a spider but with, with dragonfly wings on the prior uh, on the bridge's shoulder seems to flare up as well, fluttering its wings in a threat display. All of the all of the uh, of the spirits <laughs> chitter in a manner that is not recognised by any of the priors, <laughs> but everyone with spirit sight can tell. The rainbow spirit goes... Mine are very back. calm. My spiders are always calm. <laughs> the door... <laughs> opens a little. I'm going to get so murdered, guys. Whew. Anyway. The three of you enter uh, with... I'm putting on a really good show of being confident, though. I did roll yeah. a charisma check. <laughs> The Adrian steps behind uh, Sander for this uh, and also behind you, Celestia. The three of you move through patterned black and white chambers through the back end of the temple, although even here in many places there are b hanging bowls of uh, of breath leaf, and you can and you know from prior visits that the temple does actually extend up into the stepped gardens that then provide much of it, uh, that then uh, service the breath leaf. But rather than going up, you go downwards, down below the ground level of the temple, not quite to the holy of holies set beneath it but to a set of chambers not far from that sacred place. The door opens. Open, pulled open by another figure. This one not wearing just, uh, their, their mask not just black, uh, but with a series of white eye spots that mark them as a true cleric. This cleric uh, looks up and you can see that across their shoulder they have uh, a what seems to be a long millipede but with but each of it but its legs are far too long and spider-like oh, in that's nature. Horrible. And it has earwig like pincers at the end. I hate it. <laughs> so mm -hmm. It slithers around her shoulders and she looks up Climbs her head. Cleric Sander. It has been too long. Indeed. 
I see that your time spent in the provinces is doing you well. Such a shame. I would have expected with the length of time you'd have spent here and the time away that your companions might have grown in strength. She flicks her hand. The millipede creature descends from her shoulders and seems to mockingly jab at the tiny spiders a bit. But still weak. I suppose you'll have to rely on loyalty to cross the abyss when the time comes. The millipede crawls back up across her shoulders. I assure you loyalty is an area in which I excel. I hope so. The intercessor is less than pleased. So I understand. Does this just have like a passive aggressive drow at every doorway? Yes, yes. (laughs) The door uh, opens and you enter into a chamber decorated with. There is a theme, statues of spiders. (laughs) Oh, Um, what a surprise. How original. (laughs) I hate it. But the spiders are all seem to be weaving, their legs are weaving threads. And in the uh, of silk, and the silk threads uh, held by the spiders form tapestries depicting in shades of silver different scenes. Each of them iconic moments of a spider creating, seeming to create great works, or raising up a city, or or even there's a couple fighting against other spiders crushing dwarves and in the center of this chamber a figure turns around from a small altar she is tall of equal height to celestia she is tall if you discount the added height of hair of celestia's hair (laughs) charcoal skin of what you can see of it. Green eyes, silver hair that descends in a straight curtain behind her head, save for a braid that holds it back from her face. She wears a sleek black tunic, hose and boots beneath a black overgarment that resembles a doublet of black silk above the waist and a skirt of layered black and white petals below, cinched with a silver belt. Long black velvet gloves, decorated in a spiderweb design of silver threads, cover her hands and forearms, and her upper face and cheeks are concealed by a black and white mask, stylized to evoke the feeling of a spider without quite being a depiction of one. She has a silver dagger at her belt, but no other obvious weaponry, and she wears a ring on one of her glo- the fingers of her gloves. The stone half onyx, half opal. Draped across her shoulders is a scorpion. One side black, one side white. Just split down the middle. As the three of you enter, 
and stand, she flicks her eyes between you. Sander first, then Celestia, then Adrian. Adrian is keeping his eyes lowered. She, her eyes run over the flaring, crackling pride spirit. She notices the outfit you are wearing beneath your current outfit. The only thing that's really Celestia under it is the shirt, and it's done up. But yeah, it's still purple, you know. Yeah. And you've still got the hidden pocket uh, is set into the shirt, haven't you? Um, the eye. Yes. Yeah, it's in it's in a pouch and in a pocket. Yeah, that's a that's why I wanted to check. She flicks her eyes for a moment. The uh, uh, she blinks as the uh, scorpion lazily flicks its tail, and her eyes flash with silvery light. We'll address that in a moment. She looks to Adrian. You are late. And furthermore, I have heard that you have embarrassed your house as you came to a, upon arrival. I am told that you failed to get your sister into a respectable dress until you were at the very gates. Adrian swallows. He opens his mouth and Severina flicks a hand. Immediately, threads spring out of one of the tapestries behind him, curl around his arms and his throat, and pull him back to it. I am displeased. She draws the, uh, the dagger. I, and if I am displeased, you may rest assured that Utu is displeased. She press. Uh, Adrian seems to struggle a bit, but, you, but he seems to be completely paralyzed. So I would like to make this clear. She presses the dagger against his chest and just gently presses it in. He begins to shudder and jerk. As you can see, the the veins and drow skin are more like a sort of purplish colour beneath the charcoal. But you notice they begin to turn black and then split open as blood begins to drain out, first red, then black as well. You have left it to me to set your wayward sister straight. Do not disappoint again. She pulls away the dagger and the threads pull away. Adrian shakes for a moment and slumps to the floor. She snaps her fingers. The door opens and the cleric 
outside steps in. Heal it, and then throw it outside. Give it some time to meditate upon its failures. The cleric inclines her head, picks up the bleeding form of Adrin, although the millipede creature just bites him and the bleeding stops. The door closes. <laughs> she looks to uh, Sander. Any difficulties upon the trip? Nothing worth noting. Good. The thing in your pocket, child, give it to me. There is a complication there. It is a powerful artifact connected somehow to the child. It could cause potentially irreparable damage if removed. I see. Whether you remove it is, of course, your choice, but I thought you should be informed. I see. Can speak for myself. Child, give it to me. No. It's mine. Things of value belong to the strong or the loyal. She raises her fingers and presses them together. What does that mean? Does that mean anything to me out of character? You t just you just know that well the last time you just know that she's about to do something, but you don't quite know what. I meet her gaze. <laughs> well, at least you finally seem to have learned some backbone. But I'm afraid that Utu is, a, is the mistress of Thread. And what is concealed in Thread, she snaps her fingers. And the threads so of your shirt begin to pull outwards and flare with sudden heat as everything, uh, as both the shirt and the silver trousers burst into a th into thousands of strands of searing flame. Uh, Jesus. I need you to make some sort of save. I imagine. Oh yeah, I'm just checking which one it is here. Yeah, I need you to make a dexterity con, save, please. Oh, it's Dex. Okay. <laughs> it's still not great, but it's better than my god. Um, oh, that is... That's a 19. Ooh! That, actually. Is, that is actually enough oh, to take make so this. much damage, though. Uh, so, you only take... Uh, only take 3,000 points of damage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not too bad. Uh, so, it's 9 and... Uh, okay. One moment. 29. 33 halved 
to uh, 16 points of damage. That's actually doable. However, your shirt and trousers uh, both immolate. The dress conceals, uh, still, you know, conceals the necessary parts, mm-hmm. uh, as does the uh, uh, as does the skirt. But I, mean, I didn't a... put any dress on. I'm just. I'm going to say I pull the cloak around. Yeah, the cloak. You yeah. pull the cloak. Sort of falls over. Um, your uh, your uh, falls over to cover your uh, your modesty, but they're. Oh, the cod piece is gone. <laughs> the cod so piece sad. is not made of thread. Piece, the cod, cod piece, piece made of thread. smoking drops to the floor. <laughs> A smoking pot cod piece might be my favourite image ever. Oh. <laughs> um, but with it, the uh, uh, the po- uh, the pocket goes as well, and and the stone <laughs> drops to the ground near you. I assume I also drop to the floor with that. Yeah, roll a. Uh, I think. Roll a charisma saving throw. I think to to if you want to avoid dropping to the floor. Yeah, and the... making as little sound as possible, please. Yeah. Actually. Um. Oh God, it's not good. Um. That is a thirteen. 13, it's not, it's not quite enough. enough. No. You sink to the ground as the stone <laughs> hits the floor. The eye rolls and Severina, uh, and, mid, uh, and intercessor Severina flicks her fingers again and a handful of threads <laughs> uh, just sweep straight out of the tapestries, curl around the, or, uh, the stone and pull it up to her. I assume my heart is like... You just feel as she puts her hands around it and it's you can just it's like you can feel her fingers around your heart if you kill me my mother's gonna be really fucking pissed (laughs) she tilts her she smirks a little at that like I'm wrapped in a cloak clutching my chest but still staring up fucking defiantly at her and the rainbow spirit is rearing up like a cobra I've never killed anyone I didn't intend to kill. What do you want? Tilts her head again. I want all of this potential. And she gestures with a finger in a circle around you. And you get the feeling it's including the uh, pride spirit, but she seems that there's a just a little bit of contempt to the tilt of her lip as she no, says it. At her. I want all of this potential put into a more useful place. And I want you to do it, to learn these lessons within the next two days. Because if you don't, then the goddess may not spare you on her sacred day. Fuck you. She's... Fuck all of you. She smokes a little bit. Charming. And this time the... And she snaps her fingers again. Uh... Uh, uh, you feel a tightening around your throat. Roll like a constitution save. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get so killed. 
get so killed. Uh, that's not a terrible con save for me, but it's not going to be enough. Um, that's a 13. Uh, yeah. You feel your throat, you feel your vocal cords seize up as you and only you become silenced. She... I scream a lot of expletives, but no one hears them. You try, but you're like, it's literally just the most you can do is a ragged sort of breath. I stick a finger up at her instead. She looks over the the, uh, this eye in her hand. (laughs) Well, this merits investigation. She put takes up two fingers like she like you know you make when you're making scissors in the rock Mm. paper scissors thing. Places them between the eye and you, and as the scorpion and the scorpion extends one claw as well. Yeah, one pincer and snips. Roll another constant. Oh. Uh, roll another. Uh, I think this actually needs to be another charisma save. Charisma save. Yeah. As you feel. Um, that is a seventeen. Still not quite enough. As you feel the connection <laughs> break. I assume there's um there's the visual equivalent of screaming. Yeah, you just tilt back your head and actually roll another constitution save to see if you can force off the uh, the, the choking effect. Um, that's an 18. You just managed to break through the thing enough to start to scream and scream and scream until the agony of it becomes too much and you feel your eyes start to roll back in your head. Uh, you take wow okay you take three points of exhaustion Jesus. Oh. Uh, three levels oh. of exhaustion from that so you are on disadvantage to attack saves checks Everything. and half speed uh, <laughs> and do you I'm going to ask this of you because it's up to you whether you try, try and maintain it or not do you feel like you'd lose consciousness at this point I would try not to yeah, but up to you what that. Let's means. call it a con save just yeah. to see. Because I would you're, fight. To you're be going conscious. through a lot. Yeah. Uh, that's actually a nineteen. Apparently, okay. I'm really fucking determined. You <laughs> managed to you fight back against. I feel it. like I like go all the way down to the floor and then just look up at her and make eye contact. The as you as you are kind of struggling to step uh, to uh, to look back up, the pride spirit is just flaring, pulses of uh, just raging multicolored light uh, are emerging from it now. Like I said, fuck you. The contempt in her lip turns to outright displeasure. And uh, And this time she steps forward and lowers her hand to touch your chin. I'll jerk away if I can. Okay, she's going to make an attack roll for this. Uh, Do you need anything from me? No, it's just no, it's a, it's a, it's a straight spell attack. attack. Cool. Uh, but, she, but you managed to pull away before she can grab you. 
flicks her fingers again. This time, uh, a set of web uh, uh, of uh, threads lash out and try to hold you. Can I ask you for uh, an acrobatics or athletics check on your And that's with disadvantage. With disadvantage, because, because you're fatigued. Yeah, because the exhaustion. Well, I mean acrobatics. Yeah. But... See what happens. Oh my god, you're never going to believe it. I rolled a 16 and a natural 20, so that's actually yeah, a 23. Nice. Celestia okay. is fighting. You've pull at the at the thread you actually managed to break some of them struggling and fighting uh this time um do you i'm gonna give you a round if you want to do uh, uh, if you want to do anything sabnet you can uh, oh, sorry me, Sunday, give you me can like a well. second yeah. i really didn't think i'd ex- i'd get to do anything yeah uh... so both of you can try and intervene at this point if you want to I'm so sad um, I'm not there. I mean, what am I going to do? I'm not just going to go, one more time, fuck you, and cast Dissonant Whispers at level four. Yes. Fuck it all. Nice. <laughs> Wisdom save, right? Yes. Just going to make it, but honestly, fuck it. As you cast... Uh, 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 level four, right? Yeah. As you cast the spell uh, and you shout it to her, she, fli- uh, she flicks up her hand and you just feel... Uh, and. As the as the spell cast, the uh, rainbow spirit, the pride spirit flares, and it just becomes like a like two wings of multicolored, vibrant this flame. This is an image, isn't it? Like this cloak yeah. that's like open down the front and just about covering everything, yeah. and this like pride spirit flaring um, outwards and it pulls on the floor, its, and it pulls its its energy forwards, and she just ra- she raises the hand with the onyx and uh, opal. Uh, stone on it and all of that energy sucks into the stone into the ring and the pride spirit suddenly flags she puts her hand up to the scorpion which crawls over stabs the pincer into into the ring and begins to crackle at first with multicolored lightning and then with black lightning instead she smells allow me to show you what true strength looks like and this time she grabs you by the chin and I think uh, I don't think you get a. I don't think this is a save. I think I this is no just idea. a straight up attack. Yeah, yeah, it is. Okay. If it's an attack roll on a spell, it usually is. Yeah, it is. It's not a spell I use often. Uh, so at which point you proceed to take a lot of damage, I imagine. Thirteen. Uh, twenty-two. Yeah. 28 points. I'm still up! Fucking hell. Shit, yeah. Wait, do I add her thing to that? That might actually be what slightly... What kind of damage is it? It's necrotic. Yep. Uh, yeah, I actually rolled the wrong dice for that, but never mind. Yeah, you're still up. I'm still fucking up. You... Okay, your round this time, as your... Uh, as she strikes you, uh, as she slaps you, and the scorpion jams its tail, uh, its stinger into you, the same thing that happened to Adrian happens to you, as your veins just open up and start bleeding red and black blood. 
I'm gonna just pound my fist on the floor and just go Aah! and do another Dissonant Whispers at level four again. Okay. I think it's instinct at this point. <laughs> um, so again, a wisdom save, please. <laughs> okay. And again, she flicks her hand and as the, as the as the wings of pride, ragged, flaring, push more of that power forwards, they just pull into the ring. And this time, as uh, this time, she just begins to laugh. <laughs> as the as now every tapestry around swirls around you, wrapping you in threads and bursting into flame. What deck save, please? Oh God! With disadvantage. Oh God! <laughs> I don't know how I'm still up. Like, I can't believe it. Celestia's so having a good old fight. That's not going to happen. That's a 12. 12. Uh, yeah, so with that, you take 13. Uh, 13, 19, 26 points of collective Oh, yeah, damage. I'm down. I'm down and as fuck. And that, the, the pride spirit, as, as you are just... En uh, encased in flames Celestia skin blackened and burnt slumps forwards the pride spirit as I'm slumping forwards one last time fuck you <laughs> down the pride spirit flares and then flags and seems to sink down and flutter around Celestia's body I'm gonna go to Celestia <laughs> and Put a hand as about touch and just look to Severina and go, if I may. She inclines her head. Just to stabilize. Take her to the barracks. Oh, I'm gonna cast spare the dying. <laughs> you do. Celestia stabilize. Celestia's wounds stop bleeding. It is the 29th. In two days will be Utu's day, when the great sacrifices must take place. She has asked to meet this one directly in the Holy of Holies. Prepare her. If she cannot demonstrate true strength or true loyalty, then the goddess will devour her and her wretchedly impudent spirit. I will ensure she, she is ready. As you pick up and begin to move Celestia out, you have one last glance back and you see Severina turning the or at uh, the uh, storm's eye in her hand as the door closes on the intercessor. And that, I think, is where we're going to end. We're going to get this character killed by a spider god. <laughs> Thank you all for playing. Thank you all for listening. And farewell from all of us here at Flintlocks and Fireballs. Their seas and natural twenties.
I close my eyes in dreams I wait Confusing symbols, tests of fate The walls have ears, don't speak your rock To half-wit siblings in the bath So gather your muskets, gather your spears We'll plunder the shores of Calcineer No cracking storm or spell we fear So come and sail with us, my dear